Because I never went through the no Japanese shit, even though I've seen, you know, black people go through that. Right. But um, no, son, right. I was on a kick while I was watching, like, just, I've never seen Godfather, I've told you that before, but like, Goodfellas. Okay, okay I gotta remind, but I just came across my DVDs. Donnie Brasco, like, I, I was like wow. watching all of the, like, but the, you've seen, like, the, the mafia shit. You've seen like, Goodfellas like, and stuff, though, right? No, Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies of That's all time. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. All I time, about Goodfellas. Of all time. So okay. I remember at a point, uh, me, and my, me and my partner, uh, Thomas, though, we used to watch that movie, like, every day. Like, it was Goodfellas. bad. Like, Goodfellas. Like, in college, I don't know what it was about that movie. It's just, like, it pulled us in hard up. And, like, it, whenever we would just turn it on. I would just have the DVD in. And we just put, put that Goodfellas on. Roll up. You know what I mean? We just be watching That's Goodfellas, bro. Everybody loves Goodfellas, and it's like, I own it. I appreciate it. I like it. I don't love it as much as everybody else does. Which one you love? Hold uh, on, you got to love? Uh, see, Casino is one that I kind of saw. And I'm glad you brought it up because I need to go see it for real because, like, I, have that one too. I remember when I was young. See, what's funny is Casino. Oh, the cas Departed. That's my favorite. <laughs> But I, that's later in the that's later in the mix. That's not even mafia, real, <laughs> or is it? It's just awesome. Yeah, it is. Okay. Departed. That was that's my favorite. When Departed came out, that was my favorite movie for a couple of years. Right. Like my favorite movie for a couple oh, of years, G. So you you're with me. What what is everybody's fucking issue? It's oh he won for the Departed. He should have won for this. The Departed was amazing. What are you people? People on? have an issue with the Departed. They have an issue with him winning for the Departed because it's not one of his better films. And like, I, don't get me wrong, I, I dig, I dig like Scorsese and I dig his earlier work and shit. But uh, we can't ignore the brilliance in front of us right now. I mean, why, why do we besmirch this award or this movie getting the award because he did something wonderful that you loved more back in the day? I don't know. I, it's, I personally it's the, it's really the, have attachment to the. It's the Denzel. Like it. It's the Denzel thing. It's the Denzel thing. Maybe Denzel won it's Oscar weird. for Training Day, and everyone knows he should have won an Oscar for Malcolm My X or yeah. a couple other roles that he played. Yeah. But, but that we all often say he got snubbed for Malcolm X. So I think some of those Scorsese heads, I think they look at it like, well, you didn't get it for this or this or this, but he got it for that. Even though that that is amazing, Training Day is really good. You know what I'm saying? Training Day is some people's favorite movies of you know and everything. Yeah, I, I quote that very often. Training Day is not my favorite Denzel movie. It's not my favorite, but it's it's hella quotable. It's, it's hella quotable. quotable. It's like it's like one of it's it's like the best commercial Denzel or something. Or best commercial bad guy Denzel, maybe. Who was the best commercial Denzel? Because mm. most of the things that we like, we like on some actory tips. Like Denzel, to say that he's he heralded as one of the greatest actors of our generation, at the same time, like commercially, 
he hasn't done a lot on that level, like talking about it. Right, I, I want to say Malcolm X, but I'm like, I don't no, count that commercial, bro. Yeah, me either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, as well known as it is, most of most of his things, because like it seemed like it. it seemed like Denzel got older and just got did start doing way more commercial shit. Like most of the most commercial Maybe, things like I can think yeah. from Denzel happened later in his career after he was already Denzel Washington. Yeah, I can't think of nothing else. So I mean, I think of Ricochet, which but was a movie that I didn't find until I was in my yeah, late twenties. That, that shit was a flop. Mid to late twenties. Yeah, you know that what I mean? But it people was. know it though. You know, it's like one of those yeah, things. Like yeah, they say, Harlem Nights was a flop, but who don't know fucking Harlem? But Nights? that's two different. You know things. what I mean? No, that's two different it's, things. But, well, Hall, in, Hall, in terms of a flop. Though. No, no, no. So no. Harlem Nights is a black classic though. Ricochet okay, is neither a classic okay, anywhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't nobody's classic. <laughs> it ain't nobody's favorite. That's, that's what I'm saying. People barely remember it. Because when you start talking about, you know, when you start. But you get what I'm saying? When you start talking right. about black classics, a lot of black classics flop in commercial and in, in the white commercial yeah. space. But right, that right. was ours, you know what I mean? Right. Okay. So you know, but True. like, nah, it ain't, uh, yeah. ain't like that You're for right. the goddamn ricochet. Absolutely. You hear what I mean? Like, I'm y'all be looking about to look at Denzel IMDb. Like, what, what you done done, bro? And I swear, like, cause yeah, everything. Was I'm a Denzel head, bro. And I'm trying day. to think of like. All the movies that I've seen in here is what I would count as like these big commercial joints. And it's like, you know. Can't think of one really. I'm going into his Everything is post training day though. It's Bro, not. I can't think of anything. A soldier story that's not uh, commercial. Power, not commercial. George McKenna story. No Cry Freedom. No for Queen and Country. No Saying Elsewhere. It's a TV show. The Mighty Quinn. No, no. Glory. No, no. Hawk Condition. Well, Mm, no, nah. you only would think so because they made us watch the shit in school. Okay. But that wasn't nothing that we all went to the movies to go see. Hard condition, no. More better blues, no. Mississippi Masala, no. Ricochet, we just had a conversation. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm X, no. Much ado about nothing, no. The Pelican Brief, no. no. Philadelphia could be arguable, but that's still yeah. that's like prestige watching. It's not like like it, it was. It was. It's like it's not like the box office. Yet? I don't even know. If Philadelphia was. A, if, it just feels like prestige watching, and that, that's, yeah. those are rarely like these box office. You can ask your kid if you've seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crimson Tide, uh, uh-uh. Virtuosity Flop, Devil in a Blue Dress, No Cards on the Fire. That's another one of those ones that's like, like the right people saw that, but it's not commercial. It yeah, it didn't hit. Like Preacher's that. Wife is kind of commercial. Oh, okay. That's there commercial. we go. Preacher's I'll give him. I'll give him Preacher's yes. Wife. Yes. Preacher's Wife was commercial. Okay. I give him that. Thank You're God, right. man. I'm glad you went through that list, bro. Um, I want to remember that one. Fallen, no. No. He got game is arguable. It's I mean, arguable. If, if we can argue he got game, we can argue Malcolm X. No. Because the same amount of... No. More people know about Malcolm X than the people know about he got game. Now, well, I, I, only, only reason I was I would count he got game is because you see, see when you say it like that, it's like this. Malcolm X stood the test of time better than he got game. But think about when mm-hmm. he got game came out in 98. The basketball Which, player nigga yeah, was in it. It was uh, like yeah, a real, well, you yeah. know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was it, it was one of those things that was talked about. I don't know if it was just black circles, but I remember when he got game came out, it was important to to somebody. It you was, know what I mean? yeah, because it was, <laughs> and it, we ain't never was, seen Denzel like that before. He was playing the deadbeat dad and shit. Like, yeah, that, that was yeah, the most dirty hat on him up until that point. You know what I'm was, saying? We yeah. never seen him dirty up until that point. He we were was like, fucking oh. Resident Evil. Yeah, so, so we could maybe argue. I understand if you wouldn't count it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, um, yeah. I'm part the time siege, time. no. Bone Collector, you can definitely argue that. The Bone oh, Collector. Yeah, That's but, with him and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, you, but... You, you can, but it didn't do that well. Yeah, it didn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The Hurricane, movie, no. Movie. Now, here go one. We, we finally get to two, the year 2000, and here's a commercial one. Remember the Titans. 
Oh, and that's yes. the year right before training day. So we yeah. we went from the fucking eighties to two thousand, and only got one or two possibly arguable commercial joints. Because by the year yeah. two thousand, he him, he him by two thousand, yeah. and now now, now we get real. Now we get commercial. Remember the Titans, then training day, I'm then John Q. Oh yeah. Then yeah, Antoine man. Fisher. Oh right. Man on fire. Right. Manchurian Candidate. Inside Man. Deja Vu. American gangster, great debaters. Like he started getting that money. He started saying, "I'm going. I mean, Hollywood at two thousand. I'm Book also of Eli. Going to be directing two of those. Bro, <laughs> for your mind. Book of Eli. Yes. Safe House. Unstoppable. Flight. Two Guns. His fucking uh, Equalizer. Action. Magnificent Seven. Fences. Roman J. Israel. That's that's the period when he told uh, Liam Neeson, "Get out the way." Get out the way, bro. Like from the year two thousand on, we get commercial Denzel. Yeah. But before the year two thousand, dog, he really was just like prestige actor, nigga. For real. Fair enough. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, when you break it down like that, yeah, I guess so, because it's like... Eat he that is Denzel Washington is the best actor, blah, 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 period, podcast that don't exist no more. Eat oh, that. shit. Remember that That's shit? That's right, they don't exist nah, no more. Nah, they, they discontinued. Did they just quit? Well, I mean, I think... I think like, what happened? I feel like they I know Boy got to too popular. Cause oh, got, right. You know what I mean? Because one of the hosts became like, he got his own series on TV and shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kamal. Yeah, Kamal Bell. Yeah. So I doubt he can do it every um, weekend. The other guy was like, he's working. Because that's what they yeah, like Yeah, he's always doing the writing jobs and stuff. He's yeah. got some awards for it. Like, major Indians and, or something. And I would like to rather say that. Because oftentimes when we don't know what niggas is doing, we just think niggas are falling off and shit. And yeah. oftentimes people are like, oh, man, what happened to that nigga? They're like, why would you look up what happened to that nigga? <laughs> right. <And> then, <laughs> you know, ironically, though, uh, they used to, uh, he, uh, James, not James Avery. A, a, damn, fuck, is that his name? I don't remember. Every something. Anyway, he used to push this musical that he did, the short film called Thugs the Musical. If you've ever listened, he used to push it and be like, it's only a dollar. Just go to my site and buy it for a dollar. So I bought it for a dollar. Watch, like, Wait, ain't watch the Avery it. guy on that other black podcast that kind of don't be as, but they be put out stuff every now and then now? Um, Which one? I'm not three sure. guys that did that Stride Me Club. Oh, uh, white men, black men can't jump black out men, Yeah, and one of them dudes is, is James... Oh, I may be confusing the names. And no, no yeah. James the Third. James the Third. Okay, right, fair. Avery, I don't know where that come from, but anyway, I'm just yeah. Saying. But he uh, anyway, I I uh, I watched five minutes of it the first time. I was kind of like, oh, all right. Well, it was a dollar, so I, mm. <laughs> I'm just gonna let this one go. I'm gonna just x out this. I own it, so I'll I'll come mm. back to it at some point. Uh, you know, when there's more weed in the house, <laughs> and um, I forgot about it. I completely forgot about it. And I was um like moving some stuff off of a hard drive onto another one, and I came across it. And I watched it, and I'm like, it wasn't as bad as I remember it. I mean, there was more weed in the house. But, um, yeah, the only reason I have this is because I listened to that podcast where he, every single week, trying to support. It's a dollar. Yeah, trying to, trying to support. support. Right. He's like, it's a dollar. I'm like, fuck it right. I'll spend a dollar. Well, I'm going to do that there. I'm going to just know? have to start doing every single podcast, being like, hey, go, <laughs> go to Gumbo Monster Power 4 on YouTube. Go watch some movies. Just keep you know, saying it to the point of, okay, I'm fucking you got curious to. now. What's you have on? to. Yeah, no, you should. I think that's an uh, excellent strategy. Awesome. I, I'm, I'm just very sad that you're saying that <laughs> that your niece don't like Lion King soundtrack. Yeah. Though, that, I'm upset about that, too. That, that hurts, man. And it's not without me trying, too, bro. But I, I just feel like certain things are just classic. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. how, like one of my favorite things when we get to talk about WandaVision, but like, I didn't know we spoke about WandaVision before, so I spoke on like how I... Had an affinity for I have an affinity for classic TV based off of my Nick and Night watching as a child. Word. You know what I'm saying? Love, so yeah. it's like so certain shit just like I feel like 
you can be nine years old and watch it be entertained by a conservative classic. Mm-hmm. So you bring up the Lion King soundtrack, that counts under that umbrella as classic. I would think that every generation to come will rock with Lion King. You know what I'm saying? Like You would think so. Lion King, Aladdin. She prefers the live action over the cartoon, oh, but God. then again... She only like she has too many it options. But it makes sense. I've often I, yeah, I get I've it. often wondered that when the live action Lion King came out, I often wondered like I feel like the younger generation might wind up liking this more because that's what came out in their generation. That's an interesting uh, concept. I was more concerned that they might not like it at all because this doesn't for me it didn't quite live up to it. No, but they the don't have nothing to live anything up to. They do have the original. They just don't want it. It's like playing fucking uh, at, uh, uh, Atari with these kids. It depends. Do. You know though, what I mean? I know some, some kids have appreciation. Say, but what I'm saying is like I'm not surprised to see a generation that likes the new Lion King over the old Lion King because that that's their Lion King. You know what I mean? Like that that's theirs. And they're, and they're making a Lion King too, apparently. I um, hate though that I'm gotten to the position where I'm the guy who's saying now, well, it's not my Lion King. Yeah, yeah, these newfangled <laughs> kids. Those freaking children. Stay off my lawn. Um, I remember um me and Jay Steele was having a conversation. Um because I like if you see like okay, that Corella uh trailer just dropped. I haven't seen it. Is it good? Um I don't even know who's in it. Who's in it? Who's Cruella? Oh, good old Emma Stone. Oh, Joy. I like Emma Stone. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me put you on that Cruella trailer right quick. Sir. Word. From the very beginning, I realized I saw the world differently than everyone else. That didn't sit well with some people. But I wasn't for everyone. I guess they were always scared that I'd be a psycho. <laughs> but a new day brings new opportunities. And I was ready to make a statement. How does the saying go? I am woman, hear me roar. But I'm just getting started, darling. The thing is, I was born brilliant. Born bad. And a little bit mad. <laughs> Let me see if you can read my mind. What, what vibes did you get from that? How you feel? I, I feel like Cruella's being emancipated by, by, by the birds of prey. I, um, I, uh, I, it feels like... if uh, So, okay, this is just... I, I, I don't know if this is even reading your mind, but m- what I'm getting from this is, I don't know, some sort of thing where I feel like part of it, are we trying to um, target kids? <laughs> or... Are we trying to, is this sort of an adult thing, but through Disney, it felt like, I don't know, it felt like it, it's kind of leaning on both lines of being somewhat almost maybe too dark um, for Disney, but kind of still on the line. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't even know where to go with this I mean, I I'm like, not excited. 
I feel like that. it falls under kind of like okay, even though I'm gonna get to my second, I'm gonna get to my first point second. <laughs> the one thing that does come to mind for what you just said is, well, look at Maleficent. They okay, made Maleficent. Yes, yes, yes. They, they did. First yes, time doing you're like right. This. You're absolutely correct. Maleficent did 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 get banged in the bushes, and mm-hmm. and that was perfectly fine for Disney then. It mm-hmm. should be fine now. Now, um, fair enough. Okay. Now you're the right. thing that made me laugh, mm-hmm. or the thing I was hoping you go read my mind <laughs> on when I watched this. <laughs> okay, I was really hoping it was the emancipation thing. No, son. What, what were you thinking, son? This is this is Disney's Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the other uh, piece. Yeah, this feels so Joker, and but they take a, Disney. But for Disney, they take yeah. a villainous character. They give her this little origin story where you gotta like, cause guy, cause you come on, I mean, if you watch one of them, you're never on Cruella's side. But no. like, you know what I'm saying? But they they made it's like it really feels like they're doing Joker with Cruella. And okay. when I was talking to Jay Steele recently, she said, "What if they did that with Jafar?" I was like, "Ooh, Ooh. I'm here for a Jafar origin Ooh. story yeah. or some shit, my nigga." I'm I yeah I, I hate just, that y'all do that because I. We don't have a Jafar story, know, <laughs> and that's saying, what I want. But, but we have if this. this Cruella is, but my thing is, do not Disney is Disney smart, dog. Yeah. So my thing is, and they listen for all we for all we know, dog. Disney might decide to start doing that with a few of their villains, like because DC did it with Joker, and then had these rumors that they might do it with another uh, villain or something. Oh, but they don't God. know what the hell they want to do. Oh, but I feel like there's more juice in. Disney picking its villains to flip shit like that on, or even minor characters that you wouldn't think that much about to give them like telltale type films. And you know, basically, another time with Marvel because Disney owns Marvel beating DC to the punch. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? True, true. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean their own it's, shit. It's Monday, or, or two, right? Tuesday, so yeah, you yeah. Know so more, more right. DC be, get beat by, by uh, Disney, but oh, yeah. um. Yeah, yeah dogs, if they did that, I feel like that, like just because we're so close <laughs> to so many of their classics. They could get away with that with Jafar. They could they could get away. Like I even said that for them. They talking about doing Lion King two, and I feel like Lion King two. No, they said that. I think Lion King two is a prequel. Um, uh, if I if that wasn't announced, kind I know kind of like one and a half is, but one and a half sort of didn't come out in that order. Like there was another one where Simba had a daughter who was kind of in love with Scar's nephew. Well, I'm just saying, dog. Like, weird. I, I, yeah. I would. I think I even um, broached this subject on the podcast before. Of like, man, it'd be cool if they did a prequel to Lion King, where you saw that Scar was really like a good guy when he was younger, and he became oh. fucked up, and Mufasa was really like this bully ass fucked up nigga, but he <laughs> became noble. And it'd be interesting to see like the brothers probably fighting over Sarabi, whatever her name was, and just you know how that turn might have happened. And like, to me, that'd be a fascinating take since we know where they end up. To see, damn, Scar was good peoples, and wait, Mufasa was a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so we, this now, yeah, yeah, we've had that conversation. Yeah, they went I, that direction. I'll be with that. So if you look at a Cruella story, if they think it was an ape shit, ape my I, my idea of Simba and Scar, if they did a freaking Jafar, I mean, Disney pay me, nigga. Like that. There's so many ways you can go with certain certain ones of your properties that I, bro, I could just see so much. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, see, I mean that that's the that's the bad thing. It's like I could come up with a with a couple of ideas that might have piqued my interest more so than this, but unfortunately. Um, yeah, just in the very beginning, I'm like, oh, okay, this movie is a Cruella movie, and I, I, I don't, I know what you were sitting me down for, but I'm like, oh no, wait, they have to make Cruella the protagonist. We've got to be on Cruella's side, or at least kind of go with her part of the way. And whatever this is, I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm just not interested in that. <laughs> I just, oh, I don't care. Emma gonna swag. I, it, I love. That's what I'm saying. Like I love Emma Stone. You know, I said before before I saw it, or well, even before I knew she was cast, I, I always. 
kind of dig her. And I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a movie goer, watcher, whatever, what have you. So I'm probably more than likely gonna watch it at some point. I'm just not super excited about this one. You know what I mean? Like I kind of hoped that maybe the trailer might kind of get me excited, but it didn't do quite what I wanted it to. It intrigued me. It intrigued, it intrigued you? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I, nah. And, and, and this one possibly is the first trailer, right? Yep. Okay, so there could be another one that, that could, I mean, I, I mean, it has to fucking be made. Okay, it's, well, fair enough. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it, um, it's not unusual for me to see the second trailer and, and feel a little bit more enthusiastic about it. In terms of this one, though, um, and, you and, know, and if it was a movie thing, I would wait for the DVD. And it's not out of your realm to shit on something, then like it. So Very, <laughs> very true. Very true. So, you know, we, like we might, Dynamite, we might be, I will live that one until the day I And die. Black Panther. So we might be... No, no. <laughs> so, you know, we might be freaking, you know, having one of those issues. Don't you do that. <laughs> I tell you, if it has black in it, you don't I like it the first black time you Panther, see it. Man. Welcome to the review of that show, guys. This is that acting guy, Mr. Bass in the building. It's your favorite host, Marty, over here. Um, <laughs> loving Black Panther all the way. Mm, you don't like black things. Yeah. But uh, welcome, y'all. Hit us up at reviewingdad at gmail.com. You refer it, we review it. That's how we do it, unless it's entire. Um, and um, yeah, dog, we, we ain't been here in a while. We just here to just lay back, talk some shit, talk some shit we've been watching and all that. that. It has been a while, It's man. been a while, yeah, son. Like but what we talking about? like, yeah, so. Um, huh. I've been watching WandaVision. I've been I've seen Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, well, Malcolm yeah. and Marie. Mm. Oh right, I didn't finish that one. Yeah, I did not finish that one. Couldn't do it. Couldn't couldn't get back to it. I'm going to now, but yeah. But um yeah. T S K T S K T S K Have you seen um have you seen the Denzel flick? It's a, I, from what I understand, I, I think it's about to leave. I, I tried. You tried you tried again? No, I didn't try oh, again. I'm, oh, just in the, I'm, in, I'm just in the same that place time, I got you. that no, you no. were on was like, yeah, I love what you just said about Mug Marie. It's like I started it and I never got finished with it. I heard mixed bags about it's called The Little Things. Yeah. I heard mixed bags. The that, fact that you didn't finish it, I thought you were kind of catching the vibes that it was kind of bad from the, I, I from didn't, the first Honestly, no, it didn't feel like a bad movie. I, right. I, I didn't get to the point of um, being bored or hating it or feeling like it was stupid. I was still intrigued to see, okay, where is this going? Because... Like I was telling you, I was. It was interesting that they just threw us in the time. They didn't tell mm -hmm. us what year we we're in, even right. though it feels throwback as fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Denzel, so of course I'm be interested. Uh, I like your boy. Uh, what's his name? Romney. Romney Malik. Uh, yeah, I like I like I like Mr. Malik. He go hard, and you know Jared Leto. So it's like the yeah. cast already feel like you're getting set up to watch something interesting. Yeah. And I okay, like I said, enough. but but like I said, I only maybe have watched twenty minutes of the movie. So if if that if if twenty, you know what I'm saying? Well, so I'm kind of thinking about it now, and like uh, listening to your experience, at least in the first twenty minutes, like I don't think I had had hate for the movie until I had reached the end. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like I felt like, well, you know what? You guys can turn this around. Just give me some sort of whatever would have you flip this bad boy. Do something. Do something. Do anything. And they do something, and it's like, oh, you thought I meant, like, take anything. a step forward. You say anything, bitch. Oh, you thought I meant breathe. You thought I meant blink your eyes. No, nigga, I meant lift something. Move something, goddammit. Move a chair. So Kick something over. Lose your mind. Anything. So anticlimactic. Yes. Very. Very. But <laughs> until you get to the end, it's like, you don't quite know what's going or what the actual thing is. Or, you know what I'm saying, what the 
the true answer to the mystery is you don't know that by the time like say you're five minutes away from the end you still don't know Damn. and it's like oh they could still they could still do something oh shit is this what's gonna be the flip yeah and it's not the flip it's whatever you flip. think the flip is it ain't it i guarantee you they took they took the idea that you would not think of because you just wouldn't be satisfied with it well, and that's the idea they ran with to me well that that's probably the most least spoilerific review we've ever done yeah, <laughs> see I, the little I, I, things at your own risk, people. Yeah, I, you know what? I, 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 in my head when I first started talking, I wanted to, to you to finish it, but it's like now that I'm done talking, I'm like, well, that ain't gonna happen. No, nope, I'm never gonna go back. <laughs> that's to not it. gonna happen. I don't now, blame you. I highly recommend Malcolm and Marito, dog. <laughs> like, but again, that that movie triggered a lot of people on my Facebook timeline and such. Like, cause you know, if you've ever Trigger been in a, in a uh, any in a in a verbally toxic relationship and a verbally abusive relationship and a relationship where you just argue a lot even at base at base yeah um yeah you may see some reflections of either yourself your former lover your former significant other or what have you in that film but i stand by like i thought it was well like well written well shot sam levinson is killing it um i think zendaya and john david washington or zendaya like she, now she, she's a leader to my to me like I expect greatness from her when I see her on screen now so her, her stealing the show in that movie just wasn't surprising to me even though I still was with her every step of the way I do do you feel like how do you feel she plays in terms of age um, I think see that was one of the big things that came up about that film about how like how does she read um, yeah. but, but dude she read like she reads what that character needed the character was 25 Fair enough. And, yeah. and part yeah. of, in their relationship, part of the dynamic of their relationship was their age difference. Because mm-hmm. one of the things she was saying was, man, you met me at 20 on drugs. And, yeah. you know what I mean, you you, you kind of, in a weird way, she's like, you kind of took advantage of that being an older nigga and I'm just a young girl. So, like, if that is the, that that's where they went with it. So Okay, okay. You know what I mean? She's yeah, like 24 yeah. in real life. She's playing a 25 form of drug addict. I can ima- I can see let her be that because people thinking that she's supposed to be like 30 or his age. No, in the yeah, right. in they the story, say, in they story, in they wrote in that no, they have an age difference, and he and he, you know, he was older than her, and he called it a young and vulnerable time, and you know, he he, he kind of <laughs> raised it. like a bunch of shit go like a lot of stuff is in that fucking pot. Yeah, really? and, I, and I haven't finished it too, so I need I have to go back and finish it sort of with that in mind because. Definitely, when I watch the granite, she kills it. But then I've never questioned whether or not she could kill it. Right. Um. It. it, it, it she did seem, even though it is in the script, and I saw those those pieces of it, you mm-hmm. know, with you. But um, parts of it at least, not the whole thing. But you know, uh, I I got the impression that you know, I don't know. For me, she's still red younger. I know she's twenty four. Yeah. And she's playing twenty five. But I didn't have that in my head at the time. Too, I mean, people so. had that but, problem you know, that they yeah. felt like they still see a high school girl because yeah. she still plays high school roles. Euphoria yeah. is her biggest role right now. She's in high school in that joint. Spider-Man is the other looks, big role. She she looks it, though. Yes. And, and, but still there. Yeah. And sometimes... But, like, here's the thing. Sometimes... And it's very... It's, it's rare. It's rare where you can go back and forth. But it's like... There are times where you can... You can age an actress or actor, even, mm-hmm. in general... To where they can they can appear much older than they are, yeah. or they can play much older. But like for me, in the now I see the whole thing once again. I didn't she see the whole she thing. She don't read I teenager didn't. to me in this film. Like she's supposed to be twenty five, but she still looks twenty one, twenty two. You know what I'm saying? But okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? Okay, but I still okay. like it's still like 
she was still in her 20s for me. And it, like, you know, because some people went to their exact ages. In real life, John David Washington is 36. In real life, she's 24. And it was like, but I'm, I was like, yo, we never even found out what his age is, his character's age is. Don't go off the actor's age. Go off and the character's age. And they built in that there's an age difference anyway. So, come Don't on. open this. Yeah. And don't open this box. You're going to just ruin everything you've ever seen or loved. Because it, so cause don't, that, don't cause that's that. a whole Hollywood thing anyway. We yeah. talk about the real ages of actors and their on-screen counterparts. Like, it, it could be and it'd be stupid times, stupid older at times. But um, it's so funny. I ran into that today, as a matter of fact. One of my agents hit me up, and this is one of my newer agents, so uh, she don't know me that well. And um, okay. um, she was trying to put me in for this role of this retired NBA bat NBA coach, and they wanted at minimum someone forty on up. And okay. I had to tell her, I'm like, lady, aside from the fact that everyone knows I'm not a sports guy, so it'd be fun to me trying to play a coach. I would relish that. Nigga, what? That would be some I'd prime be some prime acting right there Chase for right me now. to make someone believe I'm a coach. Chase him right now. Arrogant Observer and I would host a, a viewing party where we recorded every single word. Hey, everybody. Everybody, he's calling for a pick. <laughs> Come on, bro. I'll just know. But, but the, yeah, but no, that's... The, but, but the whole time it was this conversation, I had to explain to her, like, lady, I don't read as no fucking 40-year-old on screen. A lot of times, I still read in my 20s on screen. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Right. So was her intention to... It, uh, I don't even know if I can ask this. Is she, is she, one of, is she like an agent that's like, look, I'm just going to bring pull you out for shit, even when you don't fit the description? I don't know yet because they're the newest ones I got. I just got signed you. with okay, agency. That's like I feel yeah. like I feel like none of my other agents. I'm, I'm saying it's like a, a million agents. I got currently. I have three. I have three agents and I have a manager. Okay. Um, I have an agent in Louisiana, an agent in Georgia, a manager in Cali, and I took on this agency, which which takes up like the southwest of like Arizona, Texas, South California, et cetera, et cetera. They I just signed with them like two months ago, really. So. We, you know, we're in that phase where we're learning each other and we're right. not. So yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like she has even, like, because it's not even the one, there's two agents in that agency, and it's not even the one that signed me. I signed with this other one, but she going, like, her husband just passed, so it's like, she's going through a lot of shit right now, so the other right. lady is taking over more so. And I feel like this lady has not seen enough of my stuff. I you know what I mean, and so, this is kind of fresh. It's like, still this fresh, is still, right? I so you know what I mean. So it's like right. you know, and you know, in real, you know, in real life, you know, I'm however age I am, goddamn it. But either way, it go <laughs> like I just don't read as nobody's forty something year old, and then, then especially the only way you're gonna get me to read forty is if you only have me around children. You know what I'm saying? Ah, okay, but if you put my nice. ass next to like real forty and fifty year old men. Nigga, I will look like the fucking 25-year-old little brother. You hear me? So it's like, nah. So I understand what you're saying when you look at yeah, Zendaya. Yeah, for basketball, son? Right. You're the new, like, coach. 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 Are you the new team? Nigga. Are you the new little college Nigga. upstart, bitch? What, like, how, what are they feeding these kids? Right. Because right. so when she was selling it to me, I'm thinking she talking like player. And she say retired coach. And I'm like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. So it's like, I understand what people talk about. Like, you know what I mean? How someone can read. But I still was captivated by the film. You heard me. I, I, I made a joke on, on Facebook, dog. I, I've been Malcolm. I've been Marie. And I've been that bowl of, of, of mac and cheese. You heard me? <laughs> like, I, I, I found ways to identify with, like, everybody. And a lot of times, people try to make it a, a, a versus thing. Or 
Uh, Malcolm, he was such a fucking asshole. He was such a fucking dick. Fuck his character. Marie, she was just so needy. She was so extra. Fuck her character. And I'm like, y'all getting wrapped up in the wrong shit. It's really about watching this this relationship and this couple on this night have this conversation while they're drunk as fuck about all kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like, I don't know, I think I, th- I think it really captivated my artsy side more so than anything because I'm, right. I'm, I'm loving the two-person um, atmosphere of it on some theater shit. Me I'm too. loving the black and white. I'm loving the yeah. shots. The actors are killing it. You yeah, feel it me? It's like an old school feel to it. Like that opening, how we just see the titles for yeah. a little while. You're like, it doesn't just embrace the black mm-hmm. and white, but like the old school way it, of it, like taking its time about yep. long shots. Like it takes a while for the fucking car to get into the road. Bro, and then it takes a while before we get into every. Like it starts off with John David just dancing and singing for like three or four minutes while we watch Zendaya. Obviously, something wrong with her, but that's all visual shit before we even. Even hear any words. And the soundtrack on this movie was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They paid some money for that. Yeah, some coin. Oh, some real coin, dog. And, uh, like, uh, Zendaya was talking recently about how she was feeling like her and John Davis' agency was stripped. Because, like, some of the critiques it's had with some people was feeling like uh, the white man writer was just using black characters to vent his white man frustrations. And, uh, and she was talking about how, like, that's kind of fucked up because them as actors had input on the script. But mm-hmm. I didn't read the whole article about this, but this is my opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Just aside from whatever what you said about the agency being stripped away. The moment that you start saying shit like black people, no black people would talk like this, is the moment you limit what blackness is. There's definitely... Oh, that, 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 I'm sorry, I missed that. That's the argument that, that black people don't talk like that? Yeah. Okay, or like, word. Or this white, like you said, the white man was using black sorry. characters to speak his frustrations, right, but right, shit okay, that black you. people wouldn't you. have frustrations about. And I'm like, okay. this man was uh, like the, the John Davis character was a freaking film buff, film head. There's black film buffs that can talk about all that it, that idiosyncratic shit. Idiosyncratic shit. Yes. There's, there's 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 black young black women who've had drug addiction and drug problems. Like dog, don't. There's there's nothing there's that these tons two. Tons of both of these. Bro, right? That these two people talked about that is completely out of the realm. For a black person, you know what I'm saying? It's outside of your realm. Yeah, it might be outside of your realm, might be outside of your bubble. You may never even seen it before. All of that is fine, but don't limit blackness like that when you start saying that. You know what I mean? That just, that irks me when you be like, man, black people, you know, there's a version of a black, everything, that anything you can imagine, there's a version of a black person that's that. And yeah. you just leave it like that. Leave that shit alone. You feel me? And they're, they're scrutinized for being that, that individual <laughs> their, their entire lives. Bro. So, yeah. I mean, they do exist. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I got lost in, in your point there. I just, it was so profound. I'd like to second it. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I could see. That's a way of, uh, of looking at it. I'm sorry. I, in my head, I thought I saw the light go off, but it was just the fact that this thing is here. It's it's, you know, well. yeah, Marty. Yeah, Marty's. Marty's. Hi, Marty. Hi, Marty. Um, so I could see somebody saying that. I could see that perspective. I don't agree with it, but I do see it. Right. I and I feel like there. I mean, until everything's even, you know, until everybody. People say that about a lot of projects with white writers and black actors. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they're right. Unfortunately, in yes. this situation, they're wrong. Right. I disagree, at least personally. But um, you know, they have the right to feel that way. I feel but as let, well. Let me throw this late on the official point. I'm gonna throw oh, yeah. it on it. I was just gonna say that. Uh, I forget. Uh, yeah, it's gone. Fuck it. Don't worry. Well, about I'm gonna it. say this too, son. What's wrong with that? Doesn't every writer put their voice in their work if they have something that they want to say? Oh, that's right. And use their characters yes. to say shit that they want to say. 
Why? Because it's a white, and it's, it's not even the first time in history it's going to be done. I mean, shut the fuck up. But why? Because <laughs> it's two black actors and a white writer. That white writer's been picked on when we've often had to say what some white writer wrote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. what? Yeah. And I feel like we're in. It, it, I don't it's, think Trinity has period. black writers, guys. And Denzel uh, won an Oscar. It doesn't. It doesn't. It has the same writers who wrote Suicide Squad. So, uh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, but no, I, I feel like we're in the time period where... That's what I wanted to say. That was my point. That we're in the time period where um, there are people who are going to literally have that be their entire life is to scrutinize things in that way. Um, they're not always going to hit the target. They're not always even going to be right or even in the right ballpark. But in this situation, they weren't. Right. But in, there are going to be times where they are. It's just this one was wrong. But I feel like we're in a place now where it's like that sort of thing is being scrutinized more so than ever. And unfortunately, this was just the wrong battle. To, People just like to fight to scrutinize to shit. Huh? People just like to scrutinize, scrutinize. They just, Word, they be, they just see me like, and I'm, and I'm not one of those people that feel like everyone's too sensitive now because I, I think that more people should be sensitive about shit because yeah, us, have, yeah, us being desynthesized is why so many people have felt oppressed over the years. So I'm not, I'm right. not one of those people that's saying that. But what I am saying is we love to just twist that knife <laughs> whenever we can find something to twist that knife in. You know what I mean? Like I get, yeah. I get so frustrated because like when we get to the talk about Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. Great movie, great everything, but mm-hmm. they still have black people detracting on it. And I'm like, bro, can we just, we can, we have black producers telling a black story with all black cast. Not one white face in there was honorable in the least. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about how, well, we can't tell our stories. Well, it's da 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 da. And you still got something to say? Shut the fuck up. And as I say, people just want to have something to say. They just want yeah. to scrutinize at times. So mm-hmm. that that that's the thing about our generation that gets really frustrating for me, dog. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it 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 gets frustrating, but then I guess I I just make my peace with the fact that like uh, I do want everyone to have a voice. I don't, I don't have to listen to their I don't voice. Want to buy a voice. I don't want to read about their voice. Okay, you know what I mean. But they should have the right to have their Everyone's voice, okay, no matter no. how bad their opinion is. You're right. Everyone should have the oppor- should have the right to have a voice. I just feel like more people need to shut the fuck up. Ooh, that's better. How about that? See, you, yeah, you said it better. Yeah, you got you got all the rights you want, but you don't have to always use it. You ain't got to shut the fuck up. Yeah, don't have to say it. Now, here's one thing that I will say, too. I've never been a fan of John David Washington. Me either. I've watched him <laughs> in different... <laughs> damn. Scroop, scroop, nice sound. Time to scroop, scroop, guys. I just feel like I'm, I'm on my own island, dog. Because people love this nigga. No, ever since Tenet, bro, everybody's been sitting on his lap telling them what they want for Christmas, and I, Dog. I said, you are not Santa. Dog. That's what People I say when I want him to be nigga. good next to child, and I'm like, what the fuck are y'all seeing that I'm not seeing? John David is to child. I've seen that online a lot. Him is to child. I like what? I, 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 no, I don't want to say what I'm thinking, cause. Well, let me, finish, wrong. let me finish my point before but I get no. too far on this tangent because this is not the tangent I'm trying to I'm make. I'm sorry, right, right, I'm sorry. Because truthfully, right. like I said... I'll burn that um, idea down, baby. I'm like, he's always been good but not great to me. Like, almost mm-hmm. in every film, yes. uh, every project that I've... And I haven't seen all this project, so I can't, like, judge yeah. him in full. But right. things that I have seen, I know I will see him in there and then my mind often wanders to other black actors that I would rather see in his place. Mm. 
I think of the, the Lakeith Stanfields, the Daniel mm -hmm. Kaluuyas, the John Boyegas, mm -hmm. the Aldis Hodges, the, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I, 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 I think I got all these other black actors that I feel like are more dynamic than he would be. And then I just think like, damn, what if Lakeith Stanfield was in Black Klansman? What if like, what if Aldis Hodges was in Tenet? You know what I mean? Like, there, there, mm -hmm. there's, you know what I mean? See what I'm saying? There's certain, like, yeah. almost, there's so many times I've seen him in shit. I just think of some other black actor that I love. And I'm like, whoa, that guy will kill it. So, uh, Jonathan Major. You know, I just think of all these other guys. So That would ruin every. That would ruin all of his films for me if I did son, that. <laughs> every time I see him, that would son, ruin it. Every no. time I see him, that's what okay, happens. And word. that's why a lot of times it'd be ruined when I'll be watching him. Then, then, watch then he already son, has the nerve to be Denzel Washington's son. So, he already has that hanging over him. And then you got that. So, yeah. and th this is the first time that I loved John David Washington. And I, I under like how long did how long into the movie did, did I leave? I can't remember. Were we like twenty minutes into it? I don't remember. Okay, I so I loved him. It's like for some reason his character just fit him like a glove, and I I was like, okay, John, I see you now. I see in this one, I'm ready to see you and more from this. Okay. Not none other shit, but this. My one of my problems is is that it sounds like there's a. Every word goes through a three-car pileup before it makes it out of his mouth. And for me, that's, a, like, that's always been a problem. But something, as the movie went on, either I relaxed to it or it relaxed on him. Or it One might have just other. worked for that character. May, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, the first five minutes or... There's this point where he starts rambling on. I can't remember exactly at what point in the movie it was because, you know, granted, this was... Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was high. Anyway, the point is, I, I don't remember exactly where it was, but I um, I, I, I felt that way. I felt like, oh shit, three car pile up, three car pile up, and um, and then as it went along, I was just kind of like, I don't know, this, I'm not even thinking about it anymore. By the time I was I was ready to leave, mm -hmm. I was like, oh shit, he's drawn me in the way I'm not. I forgot I'm watching John David Washington. I'm saying, you, you know, know what I'm saying, and I'm I like, was... I understand the the. Like uh, the appreciation for his performance here, which everybody kind of seems to have, yeah. which is good. Zendaya, now Zendaya still got him, but as Zendaya, she's a fucking you know Oscar winner at this point, no Emmy winner at this point. But um, I kind of walked into it feeling like you know that was gonna be the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you but know. he held his own. Like I thought he was great, and I like I've never felt this way. And I and no, I, I've only seen a couple episodes of Ballers. So if you're a Ballers fan, if he's murdering it on Ballers, great. But um, he's 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 good. He's real good. See, so like I said, man, I need to watch Ballers or something. Dog, that's but that's probably the place you'll like him the most. Cause the the movies ain't been doing it for me. But I feel like I feel like he's he's <clears throat> he's got the luxury of working with very very talented directors in their prime, mm -hmm. and he's sort of the muse of the cent the central character. Like Spike Lee, I felt like Black Klansman was like for me one of his top films that has almost. For a Spike Lee movie, no flaws. Like, what you expect in, in a Spike Lee movie, it almost kind of diverges from that and takes all the best shit about it yeah. and puts it into this movie. It was Spike you know back to saying? form, dog. It was, it was Spike back to form. Definitely, but I like, but like Adam flawless. Driver better than John David in that joint. I, I did, but I felt like... I, I felt like if that wasn't... If it wasn't for Spike Lee, that, like, he would have sucked. Like well, maybe because you know I mean? he didn't suck in it because and I like yeah it was a little quirky, no, he didn't. it was a little quirky character and all that but that's why I got nominated for Oscars not I mean for awards off that and I was like award winning performance though 
don't know, but I don't want this to be about hating on Nick because, like I said, I loved him in this, and he made me a fan in this, and now I'm very, now I'm hoping like he's just grown as an actor maybe, and like I can watch like I just hope, I hope he just brings whatever fire he had in this space to his future roles because that's the thing I've always liked him as a person. Whenever I see him in his interviews, I'm like, damn, he seems like a cool guy. You know what I yeah, mean? He yeah, seems like yeah. a cat. Like, if I ever work right. with him, I might, like, we might be friends. You know what I mean? Certain actors I see him talking, I'm like, I would like that guy. Like, oh, John right. Boyega yeah. is another I one. hate to see yeah, Whenever I, I see John Boyega in interviews, I'm like, I feel like that nigga would be my nigga in real life if we was to meet each other. So it's like, I like I liked him as a person, but then I watch him in the movies, and I'm like, it wasn't bad. It was good, but like I keep saying, it, okay. This one, I have no, there's only one point in there where I was like, damn, I wish the director gave him a different direction. I'm not even going to put on his acting. He has this, oh, okay. um, it's like somewhere in the middle of the movie, he has this long, ranting monologue. Like, he, and the thing is, he's mad because he's got a review of his movie, and he just started going off. And uh, my problem is, you know, we come from the theater space, and you know, what they teach us about monologues, uh, you know, you got to have, you know, your peaks and your values. You can't start. Yeah, you got to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you already start at the top, you ain't got no place to go. And I think it was the director's <laughs> choice that wanted him to be ranting like that. So I fully believe the director was like, yeah, I just want you to... But it's like he yelled this monologue for like like five minutes, bro. And again, I think it was a choice. I think the film nigga wanted that. You feel me? And, okay. and it doesn't take down the movie or anything like that. But just the theater nigga in me was like, bro, like if yeah, I have a five-minute monologue... It's not gonna all be at that one um, like um, barometer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's not gonna all be at the same level. It's not gonna be all on nine and ten, son. Like you know what I mean? Just for your own voice and your own breath and for your own health. On top of it's just more interesting when. And the thing is, he did that in other places in the movie, so it's not like it was beyond his skill set. No, it's not beyond his skill set at all, which makes me go, yeah. oh. That was the director's choice that I just don't agree with, and I feel like if he was able to be just as di dynamic as he was. In that five minute rant, cause in that in that part of the movie, Zendaya is only watching him. She's just watching him talking, <laughs> and like you know, what I mean, she's like kind of like laughing at you know the fact that this nigga's really going off. Like like you could see her face kind of I guess refalling in love, seeing the things that she likes about him, or is amused by him, just being him. You know, what I mean, it was a great scene, but it was just like I said, if you have five minutes of dialogue to speak, I personally as an actor wouldn't want to do it all yelling. I agree. I've seen. I've seen moments like that too play out and it always like sticks out to me where it's like they are going like at at 11 you know at from the very beginning and it's like you see it come back down because it's like there's nowhere else to go you so gotta, you gotta go, go to one you gotta go away yeah, yeah with the one. and it's like oh okay that's all right then you know i mean it's you know you could have could have started at one and went to ten, but okay you know i'm, I'm just saying ten. i feel but, like you know it's, it's like swimming that's it's not like where we're taught to do it yeah, yeah. And you yeah. gotta make you gotta bring people on a journey with you, son. Like I said, like that's one of the reasons why people love Chadwick and freaking my Rainey's dog. That those monologues, you know what I mean? Especially that one particular, that Levy guy. I'm gonna be Levy when you talk about whatever everything that happened with his dad and his mom and shit. Oh my god, like that is one of the best on-screen monologues of all time. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Chadwick Boseman on my Rainey's black bottom talking about the history of how his dad handled the white man and how he planned to handle the white man even though he kind of didn't <laughs> i mean i feel like like so for me uh i feel like there's certain writers like in terms of hollywood like tarantino there's certain writers like you got to be a certain caliber of actor to handle their words mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and august wilson 
Whoo! Mm-hmm. Like no matter what you read, I think it, in 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 any capacity, you got to be a certain level of actor to, to to make that stuff come out right, right. sound natural. Flow. And it's like yeah, flow right, and like he made it look incredibly easy. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that I've seen people struggle with, he just made it look easy, just like walking on water, yep. baby. Yeah. Just like you know what I mean? That nigga was and it's an like yeah, he's, he's, dog. he's he's hot, man. That 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 yeah. And, 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 and like it was, it was good. And oftentimes, bro, like August Wilson begin that whole out niggas. I've I've been in enough of his plays. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know yeah, yeah. I've seen know. August Wilson get that whole out niggas. You feel me? Like one one. I, I just gotta say this. Like I just gotta like love this one thing I was born with. Like I've always had the skill to memorize lines fast. So that's Word. never been one of my hangups, and that's been to a, a huge. Uh, uh, blessing, I guess, for me, dog, because yeah. in the in the August Wilson joint, if that's the part that gets everybody, how long words, the man. monologues are, all mm-hmm. of the words, you know what I mean? I haven't been in a play yet where some director didn't cut something. You feel me? <laughs> wow! And that, okay, that's one word. of the reasons why it's like um, cut it for length, or like because it wasn't for length, working for length. You okay, feel me? Word, it's like, word. and that's one of the things that's so funny of um, August Wilson. Never really, I never, I don't, I, I don't really, I've never really struggled with August Wilson. I struggled with Shakespeare more than August Wilson. Yeah, that's the bitch. Because that spells like another language, you know. What I mean, I can, I can it memorize does. black people talking. Boom, 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 I can eat that. Num, 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 num. Because I often say, once you know the story of what's, be, that's why I often teach the people if they ever want to learn how to get a big monologue in their head. What's the story? Fuck all these words. What is this person trying to say in these five pages? And once you get this happens, this happens, this happens, and this happens, filling in the words, that's just that's that that's just color. You're gonna it's gonna be easy to connect. You hear I me? Mean? But like Shakespeare. You have to do work, Kobe. I mean, I, I, maybe maybe I, I just talking about how I my know. brain works. No, no, no. But Shakespeare's different because it's not just it's that, but it's also deciphering so much more. And Shakespeare's gotten that whole out of me way more than August Wilson ever has. Yeah, but some people have, that, that but rhythm. some people have a re- very natural inclination for Shakespeare. Yes, I know. You I mean, me? yeah. shouts out to my girl um, Devin Tyler, who is one of the leads on the Clarice Show right now. Big ups. Okay, word. Yeah. Um, Go shout out. out, shout out, Devin Tyler. I, 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 me and me and um, L Dub interviewed her on Acting While Black. Ah, okay, there we go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you saw me like my dog was like, confused. Like my brain is familiar. like Rolodexing. Like, nigga, you know who that is? Yeah. What the fuck? We interviewed her, her, her mama, the Dream Team, because Miss Deneen Tyler, she gets it in too. And I, it's just so incredible to see like you be watching shit, and you can see either one of a mom or daughter just getting it in from New Orleans. Word. So, but like, yeah, but she's one of the leads on Clarice. I forget um what's the name of her character because I haven't checked it out yet. What's and, Clarice on? What's that on? It's one of those, I think it's CBS or NBC. It's on one of those shows, you know what I mean? One of those networks. Oh, and, um, good shit. Oftentimes on shit like that, I kind of just go look for the people. Like if, if somebody knows in something that I won't naturally watch, I just go find their scenes. Oh, and watch yeah. the scenes. I, I do that a lot. I found that you can do that now. It's like, oh, I didn't realize that was possible. I just be want to okay, see cool. my people kill it because unless yeah, it's yeah, a show, yeah, I feel you. unless I feel it's you. a show that I would watch, like, like, oh my god, I was surprised that I love Your Honor. Your Honor, did you see my, the season finale, my nigga? Oh yeah, that's what I, I wanted to text you. I was like, I'm gonna wait till I see you in person. I was like, nigga, that's what we forgot to talk about. Your it's honor. your motherfucking honor. Oh, my god. Oh shit. And then these niggas got the nerve to be like, I don't think we're coming back for a second season. I'm like. Okay, all right, fair enough. I'm okay with that, but it ended, damn, it, it ended in a way Woo! that that series ended in a way that 
if there was no other seasons, it told a story. It's cool. But you still are very interested to be like, okay. Yeah, I want to go back. I, I, I show Because there's up. so many things that y'all just left hanging that you could you play with. Play. Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. But that was, um, yeah, it was so poetic, man. It's like if you could watch, if you if you catch it all the way from start to finish, man, this is a, God, yeah, it is interesting. It's really, really interesting. My only, my only thing is, <laughs> it's not even a knock at it, really. It's just something I noticed. But but I say I always say that when people ask me about it, when I tell people about it, yeah, you you watch you watch your own or whatever I say yeah uh, Brian Cranston kills it um, you know as always but for me is a lot of Brian Cranston making the Walt face like uh oh I gotta cover this up I gotta move this thing oh no there's a dead body gotta get rid of that shit it's there yeah, but I'm like but other than that like he kills it. it's like I have no other night but it's just like. But Goddamn pause. that Walt face but with pause. hair. But pause. It's Walt face with hair. Pause, bro. Didn't you want more Walt when Breaking Bad ended? I know I did. Hell I know yeah, when I watched that Jesse movie, I just kept on thinking, I want some fucking more Walt. So oh, I yes. think anybody who watches Better Call Saul just be like, man, I miss Walt. So even if I got a yes. surrogate Walt in this one series, oh, I'll okay. ride with You'll my surrogate Walt. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I, bro, I did. I ain't gonna lie to you, baby. Judge I, Mike went through some shit. It was hella intriguing, the mystery. Did we ever find out who was driving that goddamn SUV? Nope. Oh, I didn't think so. They left things on the table because yeah. they brought up this whole other nigga um, that we never got to see. Which one? Um, remember when, um, at a point, I think on the, in the season finale, Lil Mo was drunk and was talking to uh, Lil Man, the one I kept saying, he gonna catch him a body. I, I, I said it from the beginning. I said, I said if any, I, I, all my, my main predictions were Walt going to jail. That didn't happen, but who knows? Right. Adam was going to die yeah. and Lil Man was going to catch oh. a body. That was my three project. Right. That was my three initial predictions. Yeah. The way it was, the show was building, I was like, Lil Man, he's going to kill somebody. And Adam yeah. was going to have to die. I thought Lil Man was going to kill, you know, Carlo or somebody. Catch, or, I thought yeah. he was going to catch the right body. I didn't yeah. know he was going to catch a story. I didn't know it was going to go like that, but then, yeah. like you said, it was very poetic. Yeah. One interesting thing that I've noticed um, about some people miss about this show is. There's a contingent of people, like, there's a lot of people that love this show. I mean, it's the mm -hmm. highest watch Showtime show in years. It broke records and shit. And they're not coming back for a second season? That's I mean, crazy. They, they don't know. I mean, when I remember when I first signed on to it, they said it was a limited series. They just had these rumors that they have, they have a potential five-season projection if they wanted to go in that direction. But it was never nothing, never set in stone, and that was just a rumor. You know what I'm saying? But well, that's good. That's good. He's got good reception. But no, 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 no. There's this. But I want to talk about this contingent of people, right? That think it's a racist show. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. And, I, I'm willing to hear that out. Like and, I said, yeah. And I was because you know because like a lot of black people on the show get fucked over. Yeah. And in the worst way. And my thing was this, like, <clears throat> like, and I didn't realize until I was talking to this one guy online about it. How, why, some of them at least I would say are, their perspectives are skewed. For whatever reason, because to me, this is about the genius of the show, but I think it's going over some people's heads. You know, oftentimes, the protagonist is the good guy. Mm -hmm. okay. And so, whoever the protagonist is, um, it's inherently who you think the show wants you to root for. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I think these people watch the show and they take the show in as you as they're thinking that the show wants you to root for Walt and his son as the good guys in this and look at how they're fucking over all these people and some of them are black people and you know the black people get a raw deal. I never watched the show like that. 
I yeah. saw the show as, oh, these people just made this well-meaning, very privileged white man and his son the villains. It's like it's like those um it's like those um progressive um those progressive racist white people that you know what I mean that you think that the li- the liberals those those certain liberals that think that they're not racist but be racist as fuck and just because right. they have progressive thought and they but they don't even realize big big nigga you still be on some racist shit you just you just seen it in a more subtle way you know you yeah. just do it in a more subtle way and to me that was the genius and the conceit of the show I think from the very beginning they were showing how this one seemingly honorable man is going to become fucked up just like with Walt and that white boy made a decision every move that they was making he was doing I kept on being like oh this is all is set up his eventual comeuppance I don't think they ever wanted us to root for Walt or the kid you feel me because like I told you from jump their dog's name was Django these are white people with a dog named Django there's something that they're trying to tell us here off the dump dog because that's I give you, that. you know what I'm saying I, yeah, I never I, I mean and also to Django Django was literally going to get them caught Many times, <laughs> yeah, and, and he wouldn't die. Who names their Who names their pet after a slave? And that's like to me that that was a very poignant thing for that they would tell us of the dump of their reasons for naming their dog Django. Even ain't no nigger nigger outward racism, but right. it's like somebody it, who missed the point. You know what I mean? It's like you're so privileged you don't even realize why that would be offensive. So it's like one of those things of like I just watched white privilege i call it the white privilege horror show it's supposed to fucking hit those marks or or or, or trigger you in certain ways because what they're doing is wrong that white boy was wrong for leaving that kid to die i don't care if it was a mafia son the mafia aside from blowing he didn't even know that at the time aside from the mafia blowing up you know what i mean little man whole family thinking you know kofi and them did it and shit the mafia were also victims of this one decision this one fucked up decision that little boy made now i understand yeah. all these things happen as to why he made it but that boy could he, he made that decision then his dad made a decision we understand you did fucked up things for the most noble means but guess what y'all kept making fucked up decisions and fucking over people so no matter what the show had to end the way that it ended it ended like no like to me the heroes were detective nancy uh lawyer lee and they wanted us to feel for Lil Man, bro, because Eugene, yeah. I think his name was, because, you know, he really yeah. got, he lost everything. You hear me? So the fact that I think some people are missing that fact of, no, we're not supposed to be rooting for Adam and Judge Mike got people, I think, fucked up. Yeah, I thought, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I guess there's a there's an earlier time in my, in my like, sort of uh, TV viewing or whatever. Well, I'm, I don't know, may have gone that route, but it's like, that's just not the intent here. But I don't know. I, I just, I, yeah, sure. That's a that's an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting take on so, it. But it's like it, it ends so. I mean, if these are the people we're supposed to root for, things don't end well for them. Yeah, I wonder. So, I mean, what are we saying really? I wonder what 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 Black Twitter that that thought this was racist. I wonder like what they think now after seeing like how it ended. Yeah, it's, I mean, if that was the case, then, I mean, like, clearly, <laughs> racism does not pay. Um, I right. don't know. I, I, I mean, even if even if that is what the show is saying, I, I thought it ended tremendously if that was the point, you know, if, you know, from their perspective. But I don't know. I That's not the way I viewed it. It was very, like I said, this, this was a very well-written, very suspenseful show. You hear me? They, like I said, they left a few things, like, <clears throat> a few things on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we never... Did they never get... Even though I love that the asthma pump still played back into the story by the end, 
Y'all got the asthma pump looked at and never found out who it was from when y'all first had it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was one of yeah. those weird things. There are a few things that I was like, if I wanted to get put my writer's hat on and da 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 da, I could, but I liked it. I liked it so much that I, I don't have no qualms, bro. I really enjoyed this show. I didn't go back and, and watch this to check, but um, was he not walking into the the mafia house at the end of episode nine? Like didn't 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 the moff didn't um you know Ted Cruz tell his daughter to uh, tell him to come over tonight tell him to come over tonight yeah and then we see him walking up to the house I thought but that's apparently not the house he must have went to his grandmother's house no, and we then saw, told him no we saw him leave we saw him leave yeah the last his house. we saw him leave his house that's the last oh, thing we saw Adam and he okay. never and I and I'm okay. just okay right, what I'm enough. assuming is when he was on the way to her house is when he. Found out about, about his mom. mom and stuff. Yeah, and just threw him off because then we picked up on him just being like out somewhere, just like yeah, just on some sullen shit. Right. You okay? I knew he was gonna spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But you supposed to already know we spoiled on this show. Yes. That him and his dad at the top of the last episode, right, had this like really like great moment with each other where like um um when he finally said, "Man, I understand why you didn't tell me about what happened with mom and." Mm. Um, he cracked a joke and they laughed together and hugged. At that moment, I knew the kid was dying for sure. Oh, I thought that meant that, uh, 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 fuck, what is his name? Mike, Judge Mike? Mike, yeah, I thought Mike's fate was sealed. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I that's said, what I was kind of thinking. I looked Because I was reading something that was saying, I, I, can't, I read something that I, I, I was just like, okay, I'm not going to read anything else. That sort of said that it may not be coming back for another season. So I was like, well, if that's, if that's kind of the route they're taking... Then more than likely, and then more than likely they could kill him if they wanted to. If they're not doing this again, but some reason storyline wise, I just knew the the kid was gonna die, bro. I just yeah, no, there. that was a better call, but I I, I get I that. One. I didn't see Eugene. I, like you said, we didn't see how I was going down. But um, like it just it just but yeah, I, I thought for sure, man, he wanted that dude dead so bad that there was no way he was gonna miss. Cause Walt already lost everything, man. Like he lost all his friends. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Judge Mike lost all his friends. He lost his chick. Boy, that scene with him and Lee. Ooh! And she's like, well, who do you... Who, do you, who else had access to it? And it, that slow realization, son, nigga, that like... That entire scene from when she first walked in there all the way to the end was one of the best scenes of that whole series, bro. Acting-wise... It was. Acting-wise, it went everywhere. When we talk about the levels of our singles up and down and everywhere around... It went everywhere. We watched them. We, we saw the hate. We saw the love. We saw everything. Like, we saw the tactics. Without words. Bro, we saw a lot of shit go down in that room. And it, it was like maybe a seven-minute scene of just them two. I enjoyed two people's scenes, bro. You know what I mean? Of just them two titans just hitting it. That was my... You just reminded me now with, with reminding me of that scene with this... Uh, so, like I said... It, I, I said this at some point. I don't know if I said it on mic that the show was losing a little steam for me uh, at some point. You remember yeah. that kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... This, if I was to describe this entire show, it is, it is, from episodes one through nine, it is the construction of a bomb, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe there's a little spark in like the beginning. That. You know, there's a little spark in the beginning to yeah. kind of, to, to start that bad boy off, but it's like, you know, the threads, the threads may be burning, but we're still constructing a bomb through episodes, you know, two through nine, right? And then by the time episode 10 is where the the uh it, it actually explodes and mm-hmm. and you're watching all the fucking aftermath. So it's like if you can, you know, sit through a little bit of, you know, bomb construction. Let me tell you and something. Look, when that bad boy goes off, 
you're not going to be disappointed. And that's how you felt, because I felt like every episode hit my ass. I really? never fell off. Oh, dog. wow. Dog, okay, it was like, enough. like I told you, like me and D-Mac, dog, like D-Mac, mm-hmm. oftentimes I got to sit him down to watch shit, you hear me, because he be in his own zone. <laughs> so, but this would be, that was a show that every Sunday, D hit me up, be like, hey, we watch our show, like, yeah, come on. And we'll be on our, we'll be on our fucking heels, like, damn, what the fuck? And they'll go up, like, damn, like. I was very, very impressed into that show, son. Like I was, I was with every episode, dog. And right. um, like, yeah, dude. And like I said, that scene was just so great between those two actors. Like they murdered it, and That's just her one. realization of who Judge Mike really had become, and her heartbreak in that, like so much. And how, like you just saw, he really was doing all this for his kid. Like it was so dynamic, so layered. But like he was putting her in a position to do all these things, and, and like, she was not the stupid. result of it. Like, and you know she was saying? like, yeah. and she was letting him have it. And then, like I said, the result at the end of the day, he still let the killer off. And the way everything is, it's like, oh my god, it's oh my god. Yeah, yeah. it was ruined, man. I mean, yeah. like, so I mean, I felt like I felt like uh, she, what's his name, Whitman, Whit, Whittington, Isaiah with Whitlock, Whitlock. Okay, yeah, I I felt like he was still on the side. Cause he was still for yeah, team, still, Mike. yeah, 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 but team, Mike. his partner ain't looking him the same at him. That's him oh, the same hell no. no, Detective Nancy. When she was like, Man, I'm about to get you, you know what I mean? Like, damn, and but like, she, but she's she was on, she played ball. Am I right? Am I wrong? Because Whitlock is Mr. Because Whitlock, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but she was gonna turn his ass in because again, because that was probably. one of those people. Because I often said, I was like, Bro, her character is like the Hank, you know what I mean? He keeps using her, but she's the one of the smartest people around you. And when she catches your scent, she's going to know. And, and it was like maybe episode eight or something when she started catching his scent. Because I remember me and Dia go back and forth and Dee thought like maybe episode two, like, man, she's on to him. I was like, mm-mm. They ain't do the yeah, thing yeah. where they show her by herself contemplating. You know what I mean? It's, all, it's going to, I said, I, I called it. I was like, there's going to be a moment in this show where he slips and they're going to show her have a little moment to react to something dealing with him, and that's when she's going to be on his scent. There have been too many times where it was really at face value. She kept believing him. She kept giving him outs. And I was like, she'd be intuitive to a point. And I felt like that was a director's decision to be like, okay, play it like, play it like you know something. But then we always be like, you, she always bail him out. Because she, she, like, that was the genius too, the, the thickness of the privilege. Him as this honorable white judge has earned so much credibility that... If he was anybody else, she probably would have been like, hey, nigga, like these some coincidences. But because, you know, you're Judge Mike, she couldn't see it. But but like I said, maybe episode seven, episode eight, something happened. I think she saw uh, the, the mob boss and him together in some weird way. She had been in court and seen some weird shit. And they gave her the moment where he, she had a conversation with Walton. Wal- Wal- my Judge Mike walked off and the camera came back to her. And I was like, mm-hmm. D. That's yeah. it. <laughs> she on to him. It's over now. She gonna get him now. That's what you've been. That's what you've been waiting for. That you the camera went hanged. back. She had, she had that. She had that double look. She's wondering about Walt, my, Judge Mike, whatever the fuck you wanna call it. You hear me? Yeah, bro. But like, I and right. And that's another reason why I'm, I'm thinking might be go one season two because they could have stretched. Like they really tied her up in a bow. Like she was a real threat that could have been. But that's the thing in future seasons. If we living in a world where distraught-ass Judge Mike, who's probably the hottest judge at this point, even though the boy got off, or who knows where his career is, he don't give a fuck about nothing. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he didn't check out at this point. Uh, the mob's still running wild. Your boy, like, there's a lot of the stories. Mob. Yeah, I mean, I feel... Yeah, my, okay, right. The, the, the they ain't getting no repercussions, dog. But, I mean, yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like uh, Ted Cruz can't be mad at this point. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. what do you want? I mean, like, dog, the nigga that killed your kid got killed. Yeah, and, and it was meant your for your son. son. You're not going to know this, but it was meant for your kid to die. And but really and truly, if you look at it like this, what's just fucked up is it was meant for Carlo to get out of jail. He was getting out of jail anyway. Uh-huh. Only reason he went back to jail is because he killed oh, Kofi. Right, right, right. Only reason he killed Kofi is because he thought Kofi killed his brother. That's on Adam. So Adam had to die for that. If anything, dog, like, uh, Carlo ended up where he was going to... Yeah, definitely. But okay. my point is, even though Carlo killed Kofi, if if, if Adam and them never did none of the shit they did, Carlo was going to be out anyway. So it was yeah. like all the mafia people kind of ended up where they were going to end up regardless outside of the son being dead. But it's like a son for a son had happened. It's like three 17-year-old boys all died and this one little white boy mistake. Because Kofi was 17. But then uh, we lost the whole family, though. See, that was some fucked up shit. Like, that's where it's just like, ah, oh, somebody needed a bullet. I mean, and that's why you want to see future seasons so you can see Eugene get the right niggas. Yeah, <laughs> like Eugene kind of got the right at niggas. At least one. Eugene got the source, bro, but he didn't get the nigga. Did you think? I see. I thought he was gonna shoot the moms, and I was like, "Oh yeah, kill that bitch." My two was he. I thought he was gonna get Carlo, or he's gonna shoot the dad, saving Adam for some weird reason. Mm. I thought it was gonna be some shit like that. I thought mm. he was gonna wind up being the one that saved Adam from mm. getting murdered by the dad. And then some kind of other way Adam was going to die. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that it went the way it did, I was like, damn, y'all did that, writers. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I swear, man, I was just like, I did not see it playing out like that. I mean, I had to, you know, take my hat off to him. It was like, not like that, son. It, it, it fulfilled all of the things I did call, but there's no way I could have. I, I wasn't thinking in that direction. Yeah, <laughs> I just no, wasn't. Not at all. I wasn't thinking, it, and it, it just worked. So, um, yeah. you know. If you haven't watched Ryan, even though we've completely spoiled big parts, <laughs> still watch that bitch. It's worth it. It's worth it. And that's, I think my point was, oftentimes I get booked and shit that I don't necessarily watch. Mm. So it's like, yeah. um, I, if, if I get booked on any project, I'm going to watch your project because I want to see the tone of the project. I want to see what I'm getting into. And like I said, and sometimes I don't continue watching it because I don't always like that shit. This was one of those things where I was like, after the first episode... Like, my episode went until, like, 6, and I was like, I'm going to watch all of this. Like, <laughs> my scene came up, I was like, oh, cool, who's that guy? What's me? Okay, keep it moving. Let's go. Let's go. Like, we, we got story to get to, you heard me? Because it just was that good. Like, and I, I just hope in the future I can be in more things that I will naturally watch. <laughs> Instead of yeah, jumping right. to, like, my yeah, scene yeah. or just watching up inside. I'm in there and then not watching no more, you heard me? But I think yeah. all this came from me saying, watch Clarice, because my girl Devin Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> See how you wrapped the review in there? Yeah, That's how we do things. Shout out, Shout man. Out. You hear me? Because um, I remember once, me, Devin, her mom, and my dude, Jaron Mitchell, we was all at their house, kicking it, running it, talking about you know the industry and stuff, dog. And mm-hmm. me and Jaron kept on talking about how... Um, we need to get you know our footholds and get LA management, or LA representation. You know we got to get our footholds in LA because even though like at a point in the south you feel like you hit a glass ceiling, like you might luck up and you know you know get something that that goes beyond or could put you on, but that's luck of the draw. Like our whole game is luck of the draw, mm-hmm. anyway. Period. Generally speaking, but um, for you to come from the south and get something that puts you on on like that, that is super luck of the draw. Not impossible, but you hear what I'm saying. So. Yeah. We were talking about how, like, you know what I mean? We already feel like we're going to have to do some kind of stint in LA at some point once we could get the right, um, you know, team because 
LA is still where they make the big shots, the big calls, the big roles. You know what I'm saying? Even if they shoot that shit in, in the South, the shit was booked and cast a lot of times in LA if you're talking about the leads. Mm. Devin was adamant. She said, no, I'm, I'm not going there. They're going to come to me. He said, I'm not going there. If, 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 I, if I go there for some reasons, cause, it's because they came to me and plucked me from here and brought me there to do something. I'm not going to chase that at all. She was adamant. She was like, they're going to come to me here. Now she's a lead on this freaking NBC, CBS show, whatever channel it comes on. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm so proud of her because it's almost like seeing that Babe Ruth shit, nigga. You called your shot, nigga. Like, <laughs> you said they're yeah. going to come to you and they motherfucking did and not no shabby shit. You're yeah. a lead. Like, yeah. That's some good shit, man. That's some damn good oh, shit. Yeah. The quote Vince that, McMahon. Tip the hat. Tip the hat. Mm-hmm. But shout out indeed for that. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's one of those, one of those movies that made me proud to be a black artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. So I don't think I ever said this. Wasn't a big fan of the trailer, dude. I mean. I wasn't excited about it. Not gonna say I wasn't a big fan. That doesn't that's not that wasn't the case. My um when because I first that's saw, on that's on brand for you. Well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just said <laughs> fuck you. Oh shit. This nigga. Yeah, but nah, nah. I, I, I just I wasn't excited about this one. I mean, that's black in the title, yes. <laughs> it does have black in the title. It's like subconsciously my mind sees my mind sees black in the title and it's like, oh, I don't know if you're gonna like this. <laughs> you might well just stay home for this win for the DVD, nigga. Oh god. It's a black something. Black something. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man, it's a B L A C. Oh no for They me. don't have a K, but I don't know, man. I don't uh, know. That's still a little questionable right there. That's but you said that you, so you said you weren't interested in it off the trailer. Yeah, I wasn't really interested in it, but then when it came along with the HBO Max sort of deal, I was like, "Why?" Well, I get, I don't know. I just, I don't know. At one point, I, I really didn't, I didn't know what it was about. Son, they had me at Panthers, the Keith Stanfield, yeah. Dan Kaluuya, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm a growing fan of Dominique Fishback. So yeah, I don't it, know. It, they, they had me there. Like was, they had, they had me just on that. I just saw. I was like, damn, Keith Stanfield and Danny Kaluuya in a movie together. Oh man, so girl from Power and the Deuce in that bitch too. About the Black Panthers had me there, bro. I didn't know what the fuck was about to talk about either, but they had oh, me there. Oh word, okay, there, fair enough. Of that, they did like I don't know. Yeah, it just because it felt like I guess it's one of the and it was one of the complaints I heard with, uh, if you listen to or if you watch the, uh, <clears throat> the talkbacks at the end was that. Um, I guess the thing that wasn't interesting was that it was it felt like it was gonna be more so from Lakeith Stanfield's perspective, and we weren't gonna get a lot of Fred Hampton. We like this was gonna be about like Lakeith Stanfield infiltrating them, <clears throat> and and like kind of more of it from his perspective. And the movie just was much more. Uh, the scope of it was a lot wider than I had uh, given it credit for initially. So once I actually was sitting down watching, I was like, oh, okay, so it, it's kind of not. What I had made up in my head just off of a, a quick little, you know, preview, not even a full trailer. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it wasn't what I thought. It wasn't what I had made up in my head, right? This is so, hilarious. Somebody's text me this. 
bro, I like Judas and the Black Messiah, but I felt like it wasn't quite fully cooked. Like it was missing a little something. This is, oh, this, is wow. this guy just this is my dude Kevin J. Did he just sense that we were talking about what it right the this fuck? instant? What? I don't agree. I don't agree, Kev. I don't you agree. Must, but goddamn, them, bro. Bro, I, like, listen. I heard you guys' conversation, man. Let me tell you something about that fucking. <laughs> Say something about that black messiah, nigga. Like, damn. I might randomly <laughs> call him know. and put him on speakerphone just, just because he did that while that's, we were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's fucking amazing. But, um... But yeah, what uh, you say my back? I think I cut you off. What you saying? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> but, um, one thing... No, I was about to say the irony of what you thought. You said you thought it was going to be right. more from the key standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. But it wound up being, like, almost split in a way, right? Yes. Bro, there's a contingent. I'm going to hear this word a lot today. Of black folk... That didn't like the movie because they felt it was too much from Lakeith's point of view. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I heard. And, and I, I, I didn't. I was like, well, it wasn't solely his perspective, which is like I had expected it to be more. Yeah. And the fact that it wasn't, I was, I guess maybe I had forgiven. I had forgiven a lot of that, but I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't have a problem with it. Just even now, I like I, I kind of looked at a little bit of it, but yeah, no, I don't mind. I. I I don't really, I don't know, I get. I, I guess I could understand that if you kind of walked in thinking this was going to be a fair, you know, even, you know, viewpoint from everyone's perspective. Like, I guess if you thought that, you could, you know, maybe kind of be disappointed. But because I set that bar so low, you know, I, you know, I was happy with what I got. <clears throat> and, I, and I felt like it played well, even in its own. What I want to say off the dump, off the very, off the dump, dog, you got to watch the story that the creators are telling and you can't don't shit on a story don't shit on a movie for not telling the story you wanted to tell because that's what i feel like was happening with some people's critiques it said it's going to tell this story about Judas. it's the title it's called judas and the black messiah they're yeah. telling an allegory almost about how this guy on some judas shit brought down a black messiah of sorts a black leader of sorts they're trying to do a lot of things for our community son so in that regard which like i said is the title is a story that these black people want to tell they did it very fucking well Mm -hmm. if you wanted the fred hampton biopic biopic that's not what they told you they were doing that wasn't the story they were trying to tell I get so mad when people want one movie or one thing to be all things. No. These people like, I can see if they set out to be like, this is the Fred Hampton biopic. And you saw the whole thing from William o- Bill O'Neill's perspective. Like, wait, no. You told us this was Fred Hampton, the movie. <laughs> what the fuck am I getting it from O'Neill's perspective for? But that's right. no. The very first name, Judas, is the first word in the title. You hear me? So it's like, I get really frustrated sense. when it's like, y'all, no, like, watch the story. And again, it wasn't a bunch of white people. Black creators, black producers. His son and his mom are executive producers on this thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not his mom. His son and his wife, I mean mm-hmm. to say. Not his mom. His son and his wife. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the, the mother's kid, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it they, they, they wasn't just some willy-nilly shit. It's the story. This is a story that they want to tell. And my only knock on the whole thing only came after the fact and somebody wrote an article about this but i felt this way before i saw the article and i still agree with the article regardless um i knew the story of fred hampton about how oh the main thing i knew about fred hampton was <clears throat> somebody turned on him i didn't know everything about bill o'neill somebody turned on him and the police killed that man in his bed while he was asleep you hear me and it was a rumors of whether or not he got uh he was drugged 
That's all I knew because I, I was in this movie, this movie. I was in this play years ago called Angola Three, about these you know Panthers that got put in jail for like years for no reason. That's a whole other thing. But um, but like in that, I got I had to learn shit about Pan the Panthers and shit. So I remember learning that story. So. Mm -hmm. I already knew where this was going, but I didn't know how I was going to get there. You hear I me? Mean? Okay. So, okay. Um, my own, but there's this article that said, that, that brought, that made it resonate to me. Or just in general, just in general, when you get to the end of the movie, you find out that Fred Hampton was 21 years old when he died. And it's something very powerful in the fact that not only was Fred Hampton 21 when he died, and we talk about actors reading, you know what I mean, how actor reads on screen. Neither Lakeith nor Daniel read how they were supposed to be. No. Like Keith, Will, Bill O'Neill, when he was picked up by the FBI agent, he was 17 in real mm. life. Now, imagine watching a movie where you see them at least more at age appropriate. A 17-year-old get picked up by this white FBI agent that, like, you know what I mean, basically manipulates him into turning on his own. And, you know, that's a 17-year-old, bro. That's the kid, basically. You know what I mean? He still fucked up with what he did, but it's more. It, it, it motivates more, the decision a little. A bit lot better. more layers are added to the situation. I'm still not forgiving him because it was fucked up the things he did, but it's it's. You could see it. Like it's it's almost even not an uncommon situation where like a, a, a officer gets a gets a young kid in a um, isolated situation. You can get him in a room and then get him to say anything or do anything to get out of that. That yeah, life is about to end, or you do what I say. Man, you throw all that in the back of, like, even with the character said in this movie, how he, he started kind of looking up to the FBI agent. Right. There's somebody who probably didn't have no kind of father figure. This motherfucker take him in and saves him. This white man. It's all kind of white. It's all kind of shit that can, it, that, that, that's very interesting when you take in Bill O'Neill, was supposed to be 17, and you had a younger actor. Did, like, you know what I mean? From one of, one, like, one of them when they see us niggas, like Jerome Jerome or something. You know what I mean? One of them niggas, like, playing this character. You hear me? Yeah. And then on the flip yeah. side to take in Duncan Lewis character Fred Hampton was 21 that man was that powerful that 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 that's that intelligent that for you know what I mean at yeah. 21 if you have someone younger again playing that role you like you you taking it in differently like whoa that was a powerful young brother like this is a big deal here man it's right like, you know what I'm saying because seeing him at 30 I just look at him as avatars for this 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 metaphor story that they're telling even though it's based on true events it's called Jewish and the Black Messiah, so I'm able to forgive that. But if there was ever to tell an actual biopic, a actual story about the life of Fred Hampton, I would want them to not cast that that old reading on screen. Yeah, no, I agree. I didn't. So yeah, that's something I didn't know. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. That that sort of adds a whole completely new layer to it, and in real life, sort of like colors, you know, the decisions at least in my head a little bit. Um, a little bit differently um but um i didn't know anything about uh fred hampton i i uh i, I kind of like i did i remember doing research in junior high about the black panthers or at least that's what i i picked or drew or whatever and i had to do a little bit of research and i remember a story where that was the ending i didn't remember who the name was of the person that it happened to so as it's kind of sort of happening um, until they get to the moment is where I'm like, oh, that was him? I kind of vaguely, like, you know, bits and pieces started coming back. I was like, oh, shit. Like, you should have known this, but you didn't. But it still hurts just the same. But here go, so, the, here go the fucked up part, dog. I want to say this, too. <clears throat> the Panthers aren't taught in schools like that. 
No, Especially when we were growing up, you like, have to do, like they, you know what I mean. Most interviews. of the things that I know about, like certain, like shit, like the Panthers or like Malcolm X for real or whatever, it's because I had woke ass grandparents that like oh, that put me on a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Word. But it wasn't from my school. If we, yeah. if we was looking at what we just depend on school to tell us, man, they be letting us down. You feel me? So I don't, I don't freaking, I don't hit on nobody on no certain shit because it's like. Fred Hampton is a Chicago treasure, so a lot of people know Fred Hampton's story in Chicago hard up. But that don't mean they know Hueys. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's so many stories within the Panthers alone that's so interesting, but we didn't get taught all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? We, we get we lightly get told that there was a limited there, there was a militant black group, and that's basically where it stops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm that's why I was so another reason I was so happy for movies like this to come out, because some people's acting all like somebody else's like no name, the rapper no names decided not to be on the soundtrack and was saying she wasn't gonna watch the movie because she felt like it didn't dive enough into uh the 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 pop the politics of Fred Hampton and, and the rules and the and, and the intricacies of the Black Panthers. And that made me go back to what I said earlier. Did that movie say we telling the Black Panther origin story, my nigga? You remember or did he call it Judas? And the black messiah. You know what I mean? Like Everybody got expectations for their own, you know what I'm saying, movie that contains Fred Hampton's and story. I'm like, just be happy that this story will inspire people to want to know more and do more research. And that once it's in the public zeitgeist, you can't take it out. You don't think that they're not going to be some schools now that's going to show that movie instead of the same old Rosa Parks shit every black history month to watch this other thing. Learn this other thing about your history. You know what I mean? Like, people be forgetting that we be needing certain things to exist because a lot of shit never existed that we should know about. It makes no sense that the Watchmen series a couple years ago is the reason why people now know about Tulsa and, and, and the whole freaking Black Wall Street. And that's in freaking 2019, homie. And that should have been taught in schools. I didn't learn about that until fucking freshman year of college. You heard me? Come on. There's so many stories that we don't fucking learn that they don't teach us as if it's not history. Fuck black history. History. It's American history. It's your history too, bitches. Y'all did fucked up things. That's what the fuck you're scared to tell. Yeah. That's your history that you don't want to tell. And that's why they don't want to. Like, that's why we wouldn't talk. I, how do you teach? Like, I don't know. It's like that. that's an awkward, that's an awkward lesson, uh, you know, on the. On the it's not awkward for us as black people to always have to hear about how we was in chains. We learn about slavery before we learn about we, we learn about slavery, we learn about civil rights before yeah. we learn anything about you know people that look like you had crowns and kings and businesses. Like fuck you been going all the way back to the kings no. and queens. People like you own businesses, had whole cities, had whole shit that you ran. You heard me like had power. Had education that you all that you built from scratch. No, and we don't a learn whole our positives. Bunch of white people burn that shit down. But I'm saying before you even get to the white people burn that shit down, my nigga. I would rather instill in a kid the positives about black oh, people right. in history yes. Yes. before yes. I tell them that, you know, your people was in, was in chains. The history of you was chains, then getting sicked on by dogs, and eventually some white man gave you, at some point in history, gave you permission to be a whole human being. Fuck that narrative, my nigga. I, I gotta disagree in the, in the sense that if we're teaching it, let's start, you know, start at the beginning. Let's start all the way at the beginning. And then work our way. So if we're going to start at the beginning, my nigga, let's start with the Moors. <laughs> the Moors that came and gave white people fucking health. You know what I'm saying? If you want to start at the beginning, stop starting when we was yeah. in chains. Oh, our beginning enough. ain't us in chains. Our beginning us ruling some shit. Or rocking some shit. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I, I completely 100% agree. That's what I'm saying. That, that is the beginning. 100% yeah, the beginning, they, right? They, they build in for Because I was talking with D-Mac about this recently, too, of Mike, about how um, every oppressed group has an inbred, uh, in, inbuilt, like, inferiority complex because that comes with being oppressed. You know what I mean? You see uh -huh. it with black people and white people. When black people always got to judge themselves to, well, white people. Why do you got to bring up white people when we're talking about human shit? For whatever reason, we always compare ourselves to white people in some regard when we're talking about some women and men. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like it, it, it go gay and straight. Like, when you're oppressed, you can't help. There's certain, like, because you, you're in this patriarchal, straight-based society, white, whatever. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. So... You know what I mean? It, it it's it it feeds into that inferiority complex, even unconsciously, to teach and especially when a lot of used to be white too, to teach little black kids that their history or anyone that looked like them starts at the bottom instead of and then you show them all these white people that did amazing things. You know what I'm saying? Like that is fucked up though. Like that that is inherently just wrong. You hear me? And the system won't allow you. This well this <laughs> I I don't never mind. No, I won't get into my whole conspiracy theory, but I, I feel like that's a that's a plan that's intentional. You know what I'm saying? Like they like they they intentionally start there for a reason. Someone decided this is the place we start and that's it. Nothing else, nothing more. Somebody made that decision and that's what it's been for so long. What, or did ever are we saying that everyone is so unique that they all came up with the no, same fucking no, idea? I, I stand by I think I think you know I what think, I mean? I think it used to be intentional and then it just became the default. And once it's your default, it's your norm. It's like cause let's say Fair enough. let's say yes. when integration yeah. first happened, when they decided to let black people and white people be together, them people intentionally knew what they wasn't gonna teach you, what they was gonna teach, and that shit okay, became word, the status word. quo. I got you. And I'm saying the generations yeah. continued, they didn't start being like, let's keep the black no, future white people wasn't that fucked up, but you just following your norm. You know what I mean? They got they fucked up ways, but I'm saying they weren't as fucked up okay. as we came previously like that. So it's okay. like if you just following your norm, a lot of times it's like some should be fucked up right in front of their face, but until people make uproar, like you know this should be changed, people don't see shit because it just be normal. And I I, I will I will <clears throat> afford a twenty percent curve for white privilege and 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 ignorance. A lot of ignorance be <laughs> and happening. And then I'm gonna say that, you know, there there's sharper tools in the shed than I that know and don't and that's actively I don't never mind I don't know eh, I don't know never mind uh but yeah because <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I feel like yeah there is there is that and then there's the bunch that just you know has secret parties <laughs> I mean I, be, I believe ones. that exists though you but know? at a point the deficit was so low it becomes bullying that I don't even think they were even caring to Keep you know what I mean the the shit was already it was already the the plan had been Everything, set right, it's already right we're already learning fucked up we're already fucked up so it's not like something they got to keep refreshing so if your dad and your grandpa and your grandpa they made this the norm you're a lot of times when you're growing up in it it's just that's the way it is no the way it is is wrong but a lot of times they don't see that shit because they just going by the way it is you hear me so much it's layered it's really layered I feel okay I feel you're right I don't know how long ago this was. Never mind. Let's not get into this. This is that's all we're here for. We're here. We're here to talk. Oh Black God! Inside. So check out a uh, Flower Bass podcast, New York Dirty podcast. <laughs> well, these are where those conversations usually yeah, take place. You go there for that. Yeah, but but um, Dominique Fishback was a quiet force in this film. 
Um, yes. I loved every scene she was in. Had to had to pause it immediately and say, "Okay, darling, where do I know you from?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, Power, Power Project Power, the Deuce." Yeah, she she's she's yeah. great. Yeah, she's um, great. Yeah, I loved her in this. Daniel she's Kaluuya, awesome. he was just nominated for supporting in one of these things. People was like, "How come support?" And I was like, "Cause lead okay. was probably stacked." And you can argue yeah. that Lakeith was the lead. So yeah. if this man want to go for support, go for support, my nigga. Right. But like being someone, and this this show was like. Actor me had tech my my acting had is on, but I was about to talk about. I'm sorry guys. I'm I guess I'm just on some actor mode today. No no. But um, Kaluuya's um voice and um taking on his accent and everything was fucking incredible. And I don't I think don't enough, know. not enough credit is given to people that can do that. Like, I would say this. Like, I, I just told you one of my main strengths was memorizing lines. Mm-hmm. One of my main weaknesses is accents. Like, to put another tongue in, on your tongue, that is a process and it takes work. There's certain ones that if you've been playing around with. Like, I know people that can do the British accent easy because their whole life they've been playing around with the British accent. But that's also a muscle that you want to realize that you've just been flexing for years and you was able to develop that even more. But that don't mean you're going to be able to take on that Asian accent the same or the Australian accent the same or have to talk like a whole nother motherfucker. You heard me? And Daniel Kaluuya, I got to give him that, dog. Like, this this black British man (laughs) took on not only the American accent but a heavy, thick Chicago old school accent mm-hmm. and was hitting that shit dog and I was just like bro every time he spoke I'm like you killing this shit like I just I just, I just, I just kept on thinking damn so because then then when you go back and look at you know the real friend have to speak you like oh shit you was really studying studying yeah you see comparisons um uh, there a lot I, I um this might be my favorite Daniel seen- Kaluuya of uh, role a word. I think I, so. Okay. I've only seen like like the clip at the end and I've seen another one that popped up on my YouTube page because you know they're always listening. And um <clears throat> uh I've only seen those two clips, but like from those two things I was like, "Oh, wow. No, this, this does kind of feel like a glove here." I, I, you <clears throat> know, vocal um um dialect wise. Yeah. Um but uh you know, I don't feel like I've I don't know. I still don't feel like I've I've seen enough like my girlfriend went down a, a entire uh uh, deep dive on on the shit. So, yeah. But um. But anyway, yeah. It, it in terms of my favorite, I don't know. It's up there. It's definitely up there. I can't say it's my it's my favorite one. It can't I can't give it number one for it's sure. But I've it's in the running. Man. It's definitely most most definitely get out, in the running. Get out was great. He was a sleaze in Black Panther. Um, what else was there? There was something else. He was I a bad guy man. with uh Brian Tyree Henry on um which one of the movies it was. Oh right, uh, widows. Widows. Um, I really did like him oh, in that joint with your girl. Uh, I liked him. I liked him. Queen in widows. and Slim. I liked him in Queen and Slim as well. You hear me? But I, this one, he was so powerful I guess and magnetic so. well, in shit. this one. Like every time he came on screen, he just pulled you in, and he had that step. Oh, yeah. You hear me? He was. He was. But whether he stand down the key, whether he stand down Dominique, what he just dog the eyes. So much was in the eye. Like dude, homie put on a master class. Like Lakeith, oh yeah. Lakeith might have been like, I guess the main character. It's weird how they, it's, they split it pretty well, but yeah, like Lakeith, like when I look at the two roles, right, mm. I can do what Lakeith did and pretty e- not easily, but like that's in my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? He got he had to be the bad guy and he had to basically I I could do that. 
I'm looking at Daniel and like I don't know if I could do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. You feel me? Like okay. he he like I really fucked with it. Like I really like really got into his role in that. Um, everybody did a this a bang up job, G. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I um yeah no, I felt real into. I, I was completely into it, man. Like I was I was <laughs> I was moved. You know, by the time we get to the uh, to the end there. Oh God! So yes. um you know like literally moved. So um. Yeah, I, I, I thought his performance was great. Like, he was sort of the anchor. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. even though, now that you mention it, though, like, sort of bringing in the age sort of thing, I guess that, like, in my head, moving forward, that's some somewhat of a knock against it. But in terms of, That's my like, only knock. That's the only knock well, I could give it. I, I completely it, understand it's that. It's a hindsight the, knock. You know what I mean? Because when I'm watching yeah, it, yeah, that's not right. my mind at all. Okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. Yeah, he, um... He, yeah, what it, I don't know what the word is, but like he has that watchable like quality about him here, and it's it's on like it's on full blast. Oh, just like magnetic, dog. You just get Very pulled much. in, dog. You get yeah. pulled into what the fuck he doing. It's like, and it's not even almost. It, well, it's not just I should say the the stare. It's sort of like the the presence. stare off. Yeah, the presence. You know what I'm saying? Um, the quiet moments where he's not really kind of giving you the eyes necessarily when he, when he's um, kind of playing coy with um, uh, Fishback uh, when they're kind of uh, in flirting. their flirting stage yeah. yeah in the office and everything like he like you know what I'm saying there's a lot of I don't know there was a lot of care in my personal opinion brought to uh, Fred Hampton's like side of the story maybe you may leave it wanting more but like I thought a lot of like um, time and care was sort of put there and i guess that's also another thing i appreciated yeah um but uh yeah his, his performance uh uh amazing amazing um who else is there oh <clears throat> let's talk about um lg smith ashton sanders they were both there they did really well i love yes yes okay right that's what i want to yeah right no, no before we get to them two okay i love dominique thorne that was the girl with the fro that the shoot i love out. her too yeah her presence Everything about yep. her, I was like, "Who the fuck is this woman?" I know me too. Some, even her, her quiet moments, her eyes, like she just was. Yeah, but she, on she fire. She was like pitbull. So like you scared when, when I looked quiet. her up. You know what she just be, got cast as, right? What? That's Riri Williams, Ironheart in Marvel now. Oh really? She's about to be Riri. She's about to blow the fuck up. Oh, shit. I took a shit. picture of her Instagram when her followers right now is like, what was that, like 5,000? It's probably like at seven or something now. Oh, I sent wow. a check back after she's reread. Ah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> so, what is that? Is that, so is that like a movie thing? Yeah, I think it's going to be a series. Okay, cool. That, yeah. But no, she got cast to be Riri Williams. That's the successor oh. to Iron Man, Tony Stark. And you, about to be this, you basically about to be the black girl Iron Man. That's going to, that's about to be big. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be big, and oh, just yeah. seeing her in this first just made me go, "Oh, now I'm excited!" Because I heard yeah. that you were cast, but I know who you were. You just was some random person to me. But when I now I no, see you exciting. work, I'm like, "Oh no, you use you. Mm -hmm. Let's go." Yeah, yeah. I mean, you <laughs> definitely had the, all the potential to make that's, this work. I, I like comedy. ways like to she said, "Comrade." Uh, that scene when she had the gun on on the Keith Stanfield, yeah. that was so freaking intense. Let alone a shootout. Scene. Yeah, I mean, let's. I mean, also, to, I guess we kind of in in. Uh, I don't. Well, no. Uh, I wanted to say let's talk about that scene. I guess because um, I wanted to say like we kind of. I don't feel like we talked about the Keith Stanfield very much. Not but much. I was like I I dug I dug like sort of his performance and he how he, he uh, approached everything as well. Um, 
But yeah, that scene where... Because I wanted to start <laughs> off where it's like, okay, well... First, we start off where we meet Lakeith Stanfield's character, or at least when the movie first starts. Mm-hmm. And there's that really cool shot where he just kind of walks around in a circle and then eventually goes in there and pulls that whole detective you know, cape, thing. Yeah, detective yeah. caper thing to try to pull a, uh, to do a car robbery. And this the kid who uh, cuts his way through the top of it recognizes him in this meeting. Yeah. yeah. And it's like calls him a fed in front of everybody. Like, you know what was so smooth is that you know Fred told him everything to do. Like you have my permission, go do what you gotta do. And and just went oh, by the other car. Oh you mean uh, you mean a girl an Ashley? And Ashley, yeah. yeah you know, like Fred he did. so told them to go fucking all, do that. All of them heard it. Yeah. Because your girl looked at him like a motherfucker like, oh you nigga. But also though as they're exiting they is didn't he not nothing. is he not talking like Fred not talking to yeah. them right there. What happens there. is Lakeith keep walking and, gets and they car. have a little mini meeting. <laughs> yeah. Then Ashton and Dominic jump in. Go, yeah, get yeah. in the car with him. And it's like that Where's whole... Where's your piece, comrade? Yeah, she's like, it's in the, uh, it's in the whatchamacallit? The glove apartment. It's in the glove apartment. Oh, yeah? And she holds that shit on that boy. I mean, that whole entire scene, man, I'm just like, ah, oh, you gotta make it out of here, but how do you do it, my nigga? Let's see how you play it. Because it's like, I still would have, like, bless their hearts, because I still would have been looking at your ass funny, G. I still would have been. It wouldn't have, man. Bruh. Like, oh, bruh. That bruh. shit was tense, nigga. It was very tense. Do it again. They set it up. I thought, like, because, you know, as you play, like, as, as, as they're playing it from moment to moment, you're like, well, he did give him a good excuse. Okay, mm-hmm. he gave him a good excuse. Mm-hmm. Okay, but now they're going to push the limit. Mm-hmm. Do that shit again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Comrade. Preaching to my boot. Went to my boot. That was it. Preaching oh, to my was boot. So G. Yeah, bro. That whole entire scene, man. That kind of that's worth the price of admission. That would have been one of those moments where I'm like, well, shit. I'm glad I paid money to go see this in the theater. They were smart, bro. They was even it like, was, how you got a key? Like they, they was yeah, on it. They was. It's like, <laughs> but he was on it. <laughs> yeah, not like movie questions, but questions we really fucking asked in that situation. Yeah, nigga, we'll make that shit happen again. Right. You, you got, got all, all that. that why yeah, that you got all the asses, don't you, no, nigga? Let's see you great. do something. Um, See, that whole shootout, I like that. Never saw her again. Uh, Ashton, he killed yeah, him. Yeah, that fuck man. But um, no, LG dog. In that, that was a horror movie. Like the whole juxtaposition when Dominique was telling that, the, reading her poem, which was, oh my gosh, she killed that. Like she killed everything she was in. Dominique Fishback. Um, oh she was yeah. Reading the poem to uh, uh Daddy Kalu, um, to Fred Hampton. Yeah. And while I was juxtaposed to LG, LG, you know, getting his revenge on the cops in the shootout with the cops and yeah. son. They played that scene like he was like a a a, a monster about to get him up, like Jason about to yeah. get a fucking teenage girl, nigga. Right. I was like, ooh, I love the way they shot this. Oh yeah, it was dope. It it was dope, <clears throat> but it was like Tragic. I don't know, man. Yeah, tragic. yeah. <laughs> tragic. Like you can you can only you can only like sort of in those in the moment you can only kind of enjoy the the um the mystery of all of that of how they've you know put it together until the point where he's going down and you're just like oh fuck man yeah, you know what yeah. i'm saying and then like them also too what, what was my man's name who got take who got shot in the um in the convenience store and taken away in the hospital ashton Sanders, the actor yeah I yeah that's right. the, the character's name i get the character winters name was algae his name was like james winters or somebody some winters but like yeah your boy who had to shoot out with the cops with and the they cop. got put in the hospital before they done his ass and that was so fucked up yeah but you know what i i yeah it was it was interesting though to see like that time period where it's like we're gonna police ourselves in our own neighborhood strapped and ready to protect us our own and it's like these crooked cops they gonna they gonna be in for some bad shit but it's like 
you know, also too the 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 other side to that. Well, when you go down, like nigga, you disappear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, you, like, they were the, really at war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a real thing, and it's like, man, that like that was eye opening <laughs> too. It's like you read these things, and it's like all like not all, but like a lot of stuff would sort of pop back to me um, while watching this, and I was just kind of like, God damn, boy. Uh, it's just it's different it's different to read about it it's different to you know and i know it happened but to to, but i don't know i i just i I felt truly truly um uh immersed in this uh world and in that time period and and it just yeah it just uh, it was heavy heavy, you know and just the whole deal of when you take in even all their stories, because you know, what I mean, there's there's a Bobby Seal movie coming out um, in a couple of months, and my uh, the dude from New Orleans, I'm always a uh, big up, and Calvin Harrison is in that joint, and um, like yeah, and it's called the Trial of Bobby Seal. Uh, if you look up Huey News, so like dog, how FBI infiltrated and took down the Panthers by itself is just such a heartbreaking thing, because it's like damn, y'all like y'all got so like y'all they were so afraid that they had to try to start shit. I was like like that scene. When they, when he was writing the fake notes and then they ended it with digging and had your homie from ATL up in Atlanta <laughs> from Atlanta playing the lead of the Crowns Gang, man. Did you you recognize him from Atlanta? Uh, the nigga with the waves and the do rag from Atlanta, the big. Nigga. Oh yeah, 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 I did. I did. That's what I told my lady. Like, cause that was I'll the one thing out. she saw. She she just saw the scene where uh she saw the ending. Like she saw it midway through the scene where your boy get his ass whipped by uh by by him um. Uh, Donald Glover gets his ass whipped yeah. when they on their way back from the college, right? Yeah. That's the one episode she saw with him, right? And she was like, I like this show. I might start watching it because that's the shit she saw. Like, remember when Donald Glover got his ass whipped? That's your boy, that's your boy right there. I was, like, oh shit, that I is him. I was so joked out and happy Me to see him. Too, I, was like, boy. I was like, okay, cool. This is dope. I fucking like this. Yeah, this man. is on y'all y'all on the road, not nah, nigga. Y'all yes, on the road. I mean, like I was I was just like, yeah, I like you say, immersed in the whole deal. Um, and big ups to the psycho, speaking of Walt, the psycho from Breaking Bad, who played the FBI director. He did a, he was amazing. Yeah, Jesse so Plemons. So believable, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Looks like, look, when he first, when we first met him, he looked like, uh, cast off of Home Improvement. Now he looks like he manages Home Depot. God. That mother, I hate his, like, I don't know, man. I, he, he Everything just. Everything I see him in, he's great in, though. Like, he's great, he yeah, no, he's great. But he's always. natural way about every character I've ever seen him play. Because it seems effortless, even though it's always unnerving. Yeah, I, like, he's the type of person, like. I'm sure off off camera, off set or whatever, and the rest real shit. guy. Yeah, I I, 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 I fucks with you probably, right? But on screen, nigga, I, mm-hmm. I want to throw fruit and, uh, and vegetables. To, I always want to see you get yours, bro. Yes. You like, you're not my friend. You're no. not, I'm not a fan. Nah, uh, no, I mean, I am a fan, but I'm in the night, right? I'm a fan of your right, acting, but yes. goddamn your characters. Not, not your characters, man. All God. of them can eat a bag of you know what. <laughs> <laughs> Each and every one of them. I mean, damn. Can we find a good guy anyway? But uh, but no. Um, early on, he was when he was uh, yeah, he was. Uh, anyway. And I want to beat up Martin Sheen. Ooh. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. But that he's playing whatever. He, you know what? I I kept getting yeah, I kept getting the uh, what was the beginning of um clans uh, uh black clansman. Remember when mm-hmm. uh uh Alec Baldwin. Yeah, did that little uh, thing like I was getting. I was getting little harkens to that. I was like, oh, look at that. It feels kind of like a nod, but you know, maybe not really. Yeah, because you know that. For all I know, that that shot was a nod to something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. But um, film goes right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But um, 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to beat him up too. I, I, he he could have he could have got the rock tag. Well, like I, like I think I said earlier, you know, though, I feel like every white person in this film was fucked up. Yeah, everybody's despicable. I I'm trying to think of, of one good white people in this. We movie. might be forgetting one, but I can't think of them. Yeah, see, None. look at that. We I tried. Just, I tried. We tried. We literally, literally heard it. Just tried. You heard everywhere. Every, every, yeah, no, every all second. Back. So like, yeah, sir. And one last thing I want to say, dog. Um, I tire of the whole black British versus American black situation that came up again for Dan Kaluuya playing. I'm like, dog. Did he not kill the role? That's all that matters. You know what I mean? I feel like we saw act like. Whether I'm going to be competing with an actor from New York or an actor from London, I still got to compete with a nigga. You know what I mean? So well, I don't understand the, 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 we, we, I feel like we wind up sounding intimidated when we get obsessive about black British people getting roles. Cause at the end of the day, we still outnumber them. Yeah. I, um, and it's still black. That's what's most important. Fuck. It's still black. Yeah, I, I feel like my timeline or whatever is listening to me that sort of fuels my sponsored ads knows that I don't want to hear anything about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of at a point where it's like, I, I don't want to hear about it. And it almost puts me in a little bubble where I, I feel like it doesn't exist. So you just reminded me now that, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That That is going to always so be a thing moving forward. Press when yeah. these Brits get these roles. But I feel like you, you should only be mad if they suck. Because that's how I feel like if it's anybody. Because that's the thing. I'm from New Orleans. I don't just play act, characters from New Orleans. So if, if like, <laughs> right. you, you need to fucking... If, if the person is sucking, that's when you should have a problem no matter where they're from. But I didn't have no problem with David Oyelowo playing Martin Luther King and Selma because he murdered it. I have no problem with Daniel Khalil playing Fred Hampton because he murdered it. If these motherfuckers are killing the... I have no problem with your boy from... Um, Raw, but the boy from High Fidelity playing Malcolm X because he killed that shit. You hear me? If you if you kill it, you kill it. That's all that matters. Everybody has their line and they have the right to draw it. So I mean, Son. you go ahead on and like, no, it's it's it, that that is what it is. It's like it, it's kind of silly, but it's like you know whatever your line is, cool. But did he not kill it? That's nah, you're like, the point. You know what I'm saying? That's the question you no need to ask what, yourself at the end of it. Even if you're only competing with American actors, right? I'm like I'm five foot eight. Dark skinned black guy. I gotta compete with six foot four light skinned black guys. Seven, I mean, five foot nine white built guys. I, I, you know, what I mean, you have to compete with so many people anyway. I don't care. I don't know why the British people all of a sudden make it any, any, yeah. any, any like yeah. what? No matter yeah, what, at it like that. right, right. No matter what, I gotta compete with thousands of you motherfuckers. So we see, I gotta compete with um fifteen hundred instead of twelve hundred. I'm nigga, no, it's still thousands of you motherfuckers. Dog, you need to worry about getting you together. You get your work right. I gotta compete with these niggas in the audition room. Then I gotta go home and tweet about they're British. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's too much work, man. To nah, me, man. Like, one place. Right, but just worry about you because I just feel like that's like me getting mad because, like I said, I'm five foot eight, so I just got mad. Oh man, them six foot two niggas. You know what I mean? Every time Dang, I hit, I can't stand the six foot two niggas. Like that, nice. that is that is ridiculous to me, son. So yeah. that's all that really be mad at all. And everyone in this film killed it. I don't care where they're from. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm trying to think of like a weak link in this entire cast. Do, 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 do. I think I found one. Okay, so I think that I found one. There was one extra 
in the Martin Sheen uh, scenes. Oh, extra, okay. Yeah, who, you know, wasn't giving it all. Fuck wasn't giving extra, it his man. all. Fuck yeah. that extra. I didn't, I didn't think he was giving it his all. He was about like six, seven people to the right, mm. five people it. up, I you know, three it. people down, um, six to the left. I even right. rock with the homie Bobby Rush, man. He like, he didn't get a lot of lines. Double was a guy with the glasses in the bush. He was in almost in every scene, even though he didn't speak a lot. And he was based off a real guy. And, um, he was, uh, Roller? Roller, exactly. Roller. I had I to was, look him up too. I told you, boy. I had to look no, shit up, boy. I, I don't know who I was with, and the whole time we was watching the movie, it might have been deep. I don't know who I was with. I kept on saying, "Man, I don't know where I know this nigga." <laughs> I, I just kept looking like, like "Why do I know this nigga, man?" And then we looked. Only it up, one nigga got a head shaped he like that. And I, that was Roller. I was like, "I was a Roller," but it, we, and then it was funny. I was like, damn, I know that's Roller. Just Power. Then I um saw he was in something else that I know, but I forget what the second thing is I know him from, but no, he's that. that yeah, guy. yeah, uh, Barry. He's in Barry. He's exactly. in Barry. Yup, yup, yup. That's what it is. I see, yup, yup. He has a very interesting look. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know. About him, dog. I but I, 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 like, I was loving his quiet intensity. He ain't say much, but I just always felt that nigga. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. I was like, yeah, <laughs> nigga. I, I'm, 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 you down, bitch. You don't yeah. gotta say much, but you down. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that that whole, just the the whole, I don't know, man. It, it, when you get down to it, the whole thing, the FBI uh, uh, taking down the Black Panthers and the whole like story and stuff behind that, just like the... I don't know. Just, I don't know, man. It kind of pisses me off. Yes. Um, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Um, I watched the entire movie from start to finish um, once, um, and I wound up like having to leave, and my lady paused it. But when I got back home, she was sleeping, and I figured, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna finish it. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was drinking, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> maybe smoking. Uh, my business. Listen, a so uh, a little, little, little bit of something, something yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get to the end of it the first time, and I'm a mess. And uh, <laughs> and so the second time, I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I haven't been drinking, but I'm not gonna take the chance. Uh, I'm gonna uh, just leave the room. Uh, the final 15 minutes. But um, yeah, this I when I tell you this this whole thing, um, just the whole story really um, was very insightful. Brought back a lot of memories. But at the at the end of the night, man. It broke my fucking heart. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And I, I guess that's the thing I want to leave with saying. Like, it, yeah. it, I, I, I connected so much to it that it broke my fucking heart. Yeah, son. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, dog. And it's just a conflicting. It's like a lot of conflicting feelings you're going to have. You've been watching Lakeith's character, everyone's. And, like, I remember Dominique Fishback said, um, Fred Hampton's, I guess, widow or whatever, she was very adamant about her remembering that she did not cry. Or like on that last scene when they had it on her face that was yeah. on purpose like oh, she, word. she didn't cry when they killed him cause you know basically she already knew what that shit was and she wasn't gonna give him satisfaction of seeing her broken at that moment you feel right. me so I think that's the no reason why they held that shot tight on her just having a stone face like you know what I mean so, oh yeah it was powerful shit, that whole, yeah it was powerful like it was like the whole thing you know what I mean like I've seen the movie at least three times at this point word okay I, I, I heard that cause that's the heard thing that. though like I got um, a friend of mine uh, sent me an a, a, a early screener like um, shouts out to B Mike, man. Big, oh, big word. B Mike, yeah. He uh he had um access to these early online screeners and like you know he let people know like look, you know what I mean I got he sent the nigga the link so I was like oh, oh appreciate cool. you dog so Dope. I saw it like a week before it came out and okay. I was only able to watch it once you feel ah, me like you. once it got to me and the thing is you could rewind in the middle so I feel like. If I just didn't let it get to the end of the credits, I could have probably, <laughs> probably brought it all the way back. Because <laughs> I tested it once because 
Yeah, son. <laughs> I was by myself watching that yeah. bitch, dog. And like I think I was talking to Joe. Like, man, Joe, you could come through and watch it. And he's like, man, I gonna be there for like thirty minutes. I was like, man, I'm already watching it. Then I kind of like at some point tested, like, what if I pause it? Oh, what if let me bring it back? So I wondered that, but when it got to yeah. end, it was it was raps. But I was just yeah. like shook. The first time, I was like I'm saying, I'm in this bitch by myself, just smoking, just watching that bitch. And yeah. I was like, oh fuck. So when it came out officially, I said, nah, nigga, I gotta watch this bitch again. So then I watched it. I, I don't know. Who, I watched it with somebody because I watched it with other people. Every other time I've watched it, it's been with other with people. Else. They're like, mm-hmm. no, you gotta watch this press play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you over here, right? Yeah, you about to watch press play. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so it was always with you. someone else after that. But yeah, yeah, I've seen it a number of times and. Yeah, like beyond highly recommended, G. Beyond. Oh yeah, I want to. And real quick, I I, go, I feel like we're wrapping up, but I want to mention real quickly before we do. Um, Lil Rel, um, showing yeah. up was yeah was so fucking interesting and scary in a way that I did not know was possible. Maybe it's just me, but the way that shit flipped, yeah, nigga, I'm like. Oh, wow, and this kind of and you wearing this devil suit real good, boy. It, it I was, mean, oh, this it was is like you never thought of Lil Rel as sinister. No, not but at all. But for some reason, we saw sinister in, and this is the most important part. It was in his wheelhouse. It was like it wasn't him trying to be another type of person and being sinister. We saw if Lil Rel was raised different. It was just sinister. <laughs> this would be him. We found his doppelganger or something. Right. So like it worked. It was like, damn, I can see you being a bad guy or something little round. Not necessarily the niggas is like all oh, huffing and puffing and beating everybody up. But it's like you had this layer of you that was low key scary. I felt for the Keith in that scene, like, nigga, who are you? You you who are yeah. you? you ghost just randomly popping up and talking to me and doing all this shit and I know that that definitely put like it just it um I don't know what, how to describe that feeling exactly, but yeah, it did sort of sort of shift. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was just sort of sitting back watching, seeing like, ha, ha, look at Lil Rel, the girl told him no, and went to the key, yeah. ha, 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 and then that nigga goes, just go and put it in this drink, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just go and put it in this drink. You watch, like, you watch too oh, many movies, they ain't gonna kill him. Yeah, you, right? you know, you know you, I mean, how you want it to be, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yo, bro, this shit. I was just like that. That fucking did something to me. It sent a little, sent a little chill down my spine. You know what I'm saying? A little, little, like whoa. But um, I, I, um, yeah, I, I dug it. I wanted to kind of just mention that, like, he was only there for what, like, no more than five, five minutes, six minutes, right? Right. But man, did that yeah, nigga no, leave an impression. Yeah, an impression. When I, yeah, when I go back and think about it too, it's like I can't not think about that scene or that moment too. I mean, it plays a part, you know. Uh, later on too mm-hmm. but it's like damn that shit there it was tight how the badge came back around too the the badge the fake badge the fake badge the fake badge came back yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i know i know oh yeah, but yeah man that kind of um one thing you make me think bro. about is like if i can talk about how like you know kalua you know he had this magnetic strong strength presence about him Lakeith is very good at vulnerability. You know what I mean? Agreed. Even even when he's being his most sly self, he always has this this it's like he's this heart in his sleeve. Like he just always feels open or just like I said, I guess vulnerable. Like even like he just has his his way about him. Like he could just switch that shit so on where even though he's a sleaze, you feel for him. You feel for him at times when he's talking to the FBI agent. You feel for him at times, like I said, with Lil Rel. You feel for him at times when he's even doing the worst of shit. You st- like, he still makes you feel for him. And Lakeith just 
it's it's the it's the skill, baby. You know what I mean? That, that's 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 the skill. That's part of that's part of him being the great mm-hmm. actor that he is. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't see none of Darius in this motherfucker. You hear me? <laughs> no, not at all, man. So, not at all. Like yeah, everybody. Yeah, even like the little cameos we get. I mean, like everybody really pulled their weight here, and um, you know, felt the importance of of this of this whole like story. So yeah, I mean, beautiful. yeah, I have not like I. This <clears throat> is definitely going to go on my list of best films of 2021. I'm going to start it right now because I always forget by the end of the year. So, but in terms of what we've seen so far, this is definitely going up on the list. I'm it's just top. So, it's top three. I'm so proud of Black media. If I look at this and I look at the Five Bloods and look mm-hmm. at like, there's been a lot of it. Look at One Night in Miami and I look at like you know, what I mean? there's a lot of like black shit that's come out in the past, like from 2019 and now. That you'd be like, bro, you could look even at the series, you could like Insecure, you look at it, Lovecraft Country, you could look at Watchmen. You know what I mean? You could look at so much shit, like you'd be like, man, like, you know what I mean? Black people, we we really killing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Yeah, you, it's like it, it but like almost like back to back. Back to like, back to back, my range. Like you, you just got all we'll, these things. Every time I look up, there's we'll some, give you niggas a shot, all right. Bro, there's some epic thing from a black if it's not from a black creator, a black director, or producer, the actors are black. Like I say, even Malcolm and Marie, like the white is a white writer, but that's oh, John right, David right. Washington Zendaya killing it on screen like two classic you know what i mean that's usually something they give two freaking white actors to do you know what i mean yeah and these two black actors murk it for two hours and two hours you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm so impressed by the state of black storytelling right now and i'm just happy to see more and where we go with it and this was definitely one of the highlights of you know setting a certain standard because it certainly does agreed agreed man. Uh, yeah that's a that's an interesting uh idea because there's like I get like little sponsored things or maybe even like little stuff like from actors uh like I'm following um uh Kyle Massey, I think is his name, with Corey from uh yeah, Raven. Raven. He's got a, like a show that like uh I was on Instagram just scrolling, he posted it and um I don't know what fucking network that shit is on. It's mm. like it's one of these new like streaming There's things. So many right. things now, you know what I mean? Right, but it looked good, and I was yeah. like, oh, I mean, I kind of wish this was on something I was already on because mm. I'm not really in the market to sign up for a new yeah, thing yeah, I'm right full. now. I'm full. I'm very full. HBO right Max, now. Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu. Oh my god, I'm full. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of at my max right now. But it did look good, and it did look like some shit that if it was available to me to watch, I would most definitely give a shot to. But it's like, um, that's where I was going. There's another app that is like just black shit. I'm trying to think of what it's called. Um, there's a streaming app that is nothing but black movies, black everything, um, black black produced, black directed, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I forget what that's called. But it's like there's yeah there, there's there's stuff everywhere. There's just there's so much um, um, out there. It's like it's hard to keep up with it. Bro, I'm happy um, it's there though. But every but you know also too every every uh, service that you're with that we're all signed up with now you know like a Netflix Hulu or whatever like it's or you know it was the beginning of Black History Month. It was a huge huge like I could not scroll without getting a recommendation that's oh don't forget that we have a black uh black um what is it. Strong uh, black, black female leads or black stuff. Yeah, black. Right. black, y'all. Like they might they might every stories. time. Black and black. I'm just black, y'all. They might just play this shit, dog. But I'm, yeah. I'm not mad. I, like we need. I'm not mad. No, I'm no, not anymore. I, I, yeah. I just stand by. Give us more. Give us more. Give us more, dog. 
Oh um, yeah, yeah. If that's what this. The, yeah, I mean, if that if that's always the hope at the you know for the end game. And is, is uh, speak, speaking of end game, as we get out of here, the next time we talk, we gonna talk. Um, Flash will be back. Did you see Barry lately? No, I haven't. No, the actor Grant Gustin got muscular, dog. Oh, did he not? So he said in the quarantine, he got over, like, you know what I mean, depression and all kind of other shit. Started oh, eating good wow. and stuff. And, like, yeah, shit. man, um, dog. Like, yeah, you've been watching Black Lightning, man. I haven't been watching it, but that's what I'm saying. I think that uh, the next time we um, get up, we're going to be on our superhero kick because I want to talk Flash being back. Um, I want to talk. Maybe you can talk Black Lightning. Maybe I will have seen it by then. <laughs> no, we will have. Look at this nigga, man. Oh shit! But Barry on his CJ. Right. Barry on his CJ, he bitch. Little, yeah, he's a little slow now, carrying <laughs> all that weight. You looking like Barry, Barry now? But I'm um, like, um, yeah, you know, we gotta talk. WandaVision. We 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 got we 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 can't we can't slack on that one. We by then another episode all along. Oh man, Agatha all along. I'm like, we Let can't me get we down can't. on my knees and say I'm so sorry. For what I said initially, I said it. I called it. No, it was called dope. It. Told you, but it's like told you. I, I you you all. <laughs> so here's here's the virtue that I need to exercise. What you're telling me is that I needed to be patient, oh, and what I'm Marvel. telling you is that I don't have any patience. Always trust Marvel. Always trust them. Yes. And, Always trust Marvel. And and since they want to dish things out one one episode at a time, then you gotta just kind of go with. And but, I, um, think, I stand by. I think that was very smart of them because they're they're re, they're reteaching us how to take in stories. Now we have a whole week word. to talk and talk and let the shit marinate. And now it's become the biggest. That was genius because right now it's the biggest like show on TV. Like you know, it's the biggest TV show right now. It's like Is highly it? watched, bro. And oh, you know I me. Mean? Most times when you know you binge things, you eat the whole thing, and then it might be hot for like a couple weeks and nobody talk about it no more. Right, They've been word. able to keep the conversation of Wandavision and all the theories and calculations going. All these weeks, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so I, I, I fully, fully respect. I fully respect what they're doing. Um, but we, we don't have. Which I have to, oh no, I was gonna say I have to respect it on the level of when I wake up on Friday mornings. That's what I'm looking to do. Nigga, I stay up till two a.m. on Thursday nights. You motherfucker, is it serious? It drops at two a.m. Oh on Thursday nights. No, I'm a night owl, so I I'll be up. I be up anyway. Wait, what time? Two a.m. Okay, maybe I could maybe at two a.m. on Thursday. Well, I you know, that's technically Friday. That's technically Friday mornings, but two a.m. on Thursday nights, quote unquote. Yeah, dog, I'll be on uh, it. That's my shit. Where I would watch it at, I'd have to be completely quiet. So I think, <laughs> oh man, you know what? <laughs> I'm just giving you cheat code, dog. I can't I tell you what to you do know. with it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, I mean if. I don't know. One day, one you day, hear me? one day. But I'm um, like, yeah. So we're gonna definitely deep dive into Wandavision. But I'm gonna give you this this this, this weird rumor, a, a suspicious hope that people are hoping because you know, just like how everybody in a nerd community was kind of guessing that Agnes was gonna be Agatha Harkness. If you if you know anything about the comics, everybody was kind of guessing that's who she's gonna be. Okay. And the other thing that people are like hoping across their fingers of, they're wondering if this character, their Gravedigger, a nightmare, or especially Mephisto. Mephisto was like the devil of yeah, the Marvel universe. A lot of people are feeling like Mephisto's called. And all us like pulling the strings here, right? Right. And um, there's this rumor that what if it was Al Pacino as a riff on the meta tip of his character from Devil's Advocate when he played the devil before? What if they made him Mephisto? <laughs> and because the thing is, there's this big rumor of there's one more big um actor that's supposed to be appearing in one of these episodes. Paul Bettany even went on thing to be like, man, I've been wanting to work for this act with this actor for years. So people are like. Trying to figure out who it could be, and on some straight meta craziness, if it was really Al Pacino being the devil again, that would blow the internet. That would blow my brain. That would blow everything up, bro. That would so blow it is, up. Blow, is blow, this, blow. 
is this question? Is this the last episode coming up? This finale? Two more. There's two more. Okay. Was, that's what the I'm most okay. recent was seven, right? I thought it was eight. Seven was out. It's, it's nine episodes. So eight's coming on this Friday. Oh, it's nine? Okay. It's, 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 so All we right. saw seven of nine. So we technically, we have two more, bro. Yes, son. Okay. <laughs> That's all, all right. I got to say, son. So hopefully yeah. by next time we record, we'll have seen the eight episodes and we will be on, you know what I mean, the one right before the big season finale. Then we'll just try to come up with any type of... Did you catch the, the, the uh, spoiler? I mean, not spoiler, uh, Stinger. Oh, yeah. With Monica? Yeah. So, question. Uh, There's no more Stingers, right? We don't know. We didn't know that um, was there. They've yeah. never had any others. That's the first one. Yeah, because I went back and like watched like three episodes. And I was like, "There's no more stingers." There's never been any. This other is the stingers. first time. Okay. That's the first time. Right. So just now sure. they put us on blast. We got to look for them now. You hear me? Yeah, which I'm. Yeah, I'm completely in for. And there's always so much time at the end of end of it. Because they said they've been setting us up for weeks. Because I feel like every episode you slick side be thinking, "Is one coming?" Yeah, so, right. So yeah. But they're like, "Nah, we ain't giving you shit." We ain't giving you shit. But uh, let's get up out here, though. I'm about to go to the gym. Word. That boy, D-Mac is very punctual and shit. All right, I'm about to be go be fat. This is that actor guy, Mr. Bats in the building. Follow me at Mr. Bats. Spell it, Mr. Now, you're going to find another cat. Um, yeah, man, you know, check out the Flower Bats show on this on this uh, feed. Of course, we have new episodes coming. We're supposed to be recording this weekend. And um, yeah, man, tell people about this one. Like, share, subscribe, and all that stuff. You heard the man. You can find me, Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, Edwards504 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snap the chat. You also want to go to lowrainpictures.com, click on that Your 30 tab, where I uh, co-host the show there with... What's his name? What's his motherfucking name? Oh, I think it's Arrogant Observant. If that nigga's still listening, um... <laughs> yeah. I miss you, brother. <laughs> uh, but you're thirty. Uh, you're thirty with Marty and the Arrogant Observer. Wherever you get your uh, podcast uh, at, and uh, check us out. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Till next round, guys. Peace out. <laughs>